How's it going, Armstrong County? We are back for the most exciting podcast that we've ever had on the Greatest Seat in the World podcast. I have with me today all four uh, commissioner candidates for the upcoming election um, Armstrong County, for Armstrong County in uh, 2019. So uh, running a little di- bit different format today. I'm not sure that this has ever been done. This is going to be specifically an online social media uh, debate. So we have a roundtable discussion with all four of these guys. Uh, we're going to alternate who goes first on six different topics we'll have opening and closing remarks and just so you guys know too if you want to interact with the content afterwards you want to go back and find a specific part i'll i'll list all of the uh, topics that we talked about in the description with timestamps. so if you want to go back and see what do they say about taxes you can go back and check that out and so um that's uh, really it for the uh for the introductory introductory part here, but I wanna go through and give each of you guys an opportunity just to introduce yourselves. We went through at the beginning. Uh, Jason, uh, you drew your own name out of the hat yeah, first, yeah. and so uh, you actually get, did. Yeah, did. You, every, did. every, every yeah, single, like here. Every single no, person drew their own name. So we're check that again here, <laughs> you know. So, but, uh. so I wanna just hear from each one of you. <clears throat> Tell us who you are. Tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're running for uh, county commissioner this year. Well, thank you. First of all, Andy, thanks for doing this. We really appreciate uh, the efforts you put in the community and everybody that watches uh, your podcast here. But a little bit about myself. My name is Jason Renshaw. I'm a lifelong resident of Armstrong County. My family is, too, since 1834. I've uh, had a dairy farm here. I've uh, been working that even growing up. I uh, grew up milking cows. And uh, it's one of my proudest moments of my life to, you know, most rewarding jobs I ever had. And still farm. This day a little bit different. Uh, graduated from Slippery Rock University of the Safety and uh, uh, Environmental management and a minor in human resource uh, played some football there came back to the county here and uh, started working and then working at the farm and uh, you know got more involved in the uh, as the older you get the more you see things and you want to get involved so I got involved in the community here as far as the tourist bureau farm bureau board of directors um, local government things uh, helping out in the communities from uh, the festivals in Freeport and everything got to meet a lot of people and uh, I saw you know, a need uh, for an upcoming election four years ago and I thought hey this would be a great thing I can help uh, give back to the community that I in the county that I love and want to be here and ran for office and uh, I'm excited uh, the past four years have been great uh, working with Commissioner Fabian Commissioner scum I I mean I can't tell you what a great group that is to put <coughs> forth and do great work for the county uh, it's an, a rewarding job as itself mm-hmm. I'm excited about it uh, every day we go in there and try to do the best we can for the county uh, make their tough decisions yeah there's some days you have your days but in the end end of the day you go home knowing hey listen I've done the best for the county and that's what I want to continue to do yeah. and I'm excited um, dedicated here um, can't say enough about where we've been uh, great group of people we work with here at the county uh, they are amazing I mean you think they're great and then you get in there you understand how great they really are from the state and federal building relationships that we've already uh, put together and some projects that will go on I'm sure we'll be talking about these things here I want to like have your show done in five seconds yeah. you know, <laughs> cover it all but just happy to be part of the you know have an opportunity here to serve four more years and uh you know god willing here i think uh we'll uh, see how it goes here i'm, I'm just excited to uh, be a part of this thank you great to have you too as well uh pat you're next buddy uh thank you andrew for having us uh my name is pat fabian chairman of the uh, armstrong county board of commissioners uh seeking a second term here and i couldn't agree more with jason it's a, been a great uh three and a half years um you know three years ago in 2015 i made three campaign promises and with the help of uh the current leadership and commissioner renshaw and commissioner scumai uh, we were able to fill those promises that was to fund the sheriff's department and when we aren't 
when Sheriff Rupert uh, needed some equipment that the general fund would not support, uh, wrote a $30,000 grant um, so he could get that equipment. Also, um, Armstrong County uh, seeing the first ever central booking system, another grant that was uh, I had written, um, and again, increased officer safety and increased our fingerprint rate. Um, also, one of those promises, number two, was to fund ARMNET, our drug task force, and the DA's office. And over the last couple of years, we've seen the D, um, DA's office get a uh, enhanced evidence locker room and new office space. And thirdly, and in, most importantly, uh, keep the taxpayers, um, the burden off the taxpayers. It's all about the people's money and getting, thing done, getting things done in a responsible way. A responsible way and um, you know we haven't raised taxes in the past three and a half years and I don't foresee that uh, the way the budget's shaping up now I don't see that happening again next year um, I think it's elections about uh, leadership um, and experience uh, I'm actively involved throughout the county um, in multiple um, boards um, one being the Drug and Alcohol Commission uh, behavioral health which is mental health and also the Tri-County Workforce Development Board uh, working on our ongoing drug issues in the community, working on our mental health issues in the community, and working on uh, our workforce issues in the com uh, community. Beyond that, regionally and throughout the Commonwealth, um, I'm very active as well. Uh, I sit on a lot of um, boards with the uh, County's Commissioners Association. This last week, I was um, appointed to the Vice Chair of the Military and Veterans Affairs um, Association. Uh, quick fact. Uh, former Commissioner um, Jim Scahill started that committee at CCAP. Um, so the inception started here in Armstrong County. This last year, I was, um, this past year, I served as a vice president of the um, Northwest County Commissioners Association. And if elected again, I'll be the president uh, next year. And also, I sit on the uh, Southwest as well as Commissioner Renshaw. The, um, uh, transportation Commission. We go down there to Pittsburgh and it's a 10 county region uh, transportation committee and we advocate for bringing back those dollars. Um, so I guess I'd just say like <clears throat> under this current uh, leadership uh, why why on earth do we need a change um, progress is being made we're seeing growth at this time and hopefully I'm elected to keep that momentum going. All right thank you sir. Uh, Anthony. Hello, I'm Anthony Shea, uh, running for commissioner for the first time, uh, actually second time, I uh, tried to get four years ago, I didn't quite get there, this time I am. What inspired me to get in there, I've had a lot of folks come to me, uh, not quite as rosy a picture as I've heard from other places, but uh, to run and help uh, reinvigorate this county. A little bit about myself, uh, originally from the area, Leechburg graduate in 85, uh, went into the Air Force, I moved away for about 20 years doing military service, combat veteran. While I was uh, in the military, I worked as an MP for uh, nine years, uh, a patrolman, uh, corrections guard, 911 dispatcher, DMV. Got my degree in uh, computer science while I was there. Also business, uh, got commissioned as an officer there. I worked in climatology, Air Force Space Command, uh, oversaw the infrastructure for Europe and Africa for both the internet and phone systems. After that, I taught at VMI. And the last job I had before I retired from the military was running the four state area recruiting support. After I retired from the Air Force, I went into the civilian world. I worked at BNY Mellon as a business liaison. There I worked uh, connecting uh, Fortune 500 companies, believe it or not, up at North Point with uh, BNY Mellon, uh, where we uh, worked on uh, basically moving money and files back and forth. Also, uh, after I did that for about eight years, I went into healthcare. There I've done, uh, reused some of my military experience with visualizations, and now I do cancer research and wound care, wound care 
imagery. Uh, in that job, uh, we're working on uh, identifying uh, biomarkers uh, for immunotherapy treatment. Uh, in my uh, evening job, uh, and I call it a job because it takes a lot of time to do it, uh, I work on the Leechburg School Board, which I was elected to back in 2011. I've worked through the years uh, keeping the budgets in line. Uh, the last two years I've served as its vice president. Uh, we just uh, resolved the teacher uh, union contract uh, where we were able to take care of the teachers with a 2.99% raise and keep taxes at 0%. Uh, also, I work on the uh, Lenape JOC board. There, we've been really busy uh, expanding out the trades for the county. It's the jewel of this county. Uh, some of the things that we've done recent successes are bringing in BC3 to the county. Also, just recently, we were able to get uh, the GI Bill used for uh, the adult education program. And uh, just recently, uh, last week, we actually had 34 uh, nurses sign up for the LPN program out of Mercer County, which is a satellite office to the Lenape program. In my private life, uh, besides being a father of four children, which is actually pretty uh, time-consuming but fun, <laughs> uh, I also uh, serve on the Leechburg, uh, I'm on the Gilpin Rifle Club, where I'm the treasurer. So we do a lot of work with uh, training women and such for uh, firing, also uh, supporting the uh, Armstrong County or Armstrong School District's uh, shooting team. I also, a big passion of mine is uh, drug awareness. Since 2007, I was still actually active duty when I started doing this. I go into the various schools down in the Leechburg, Cardinal Maida area, and talk to the kids from third through uh, fifth grade and also work with the uh, fifth through seventh graders on uh, drug awareness and tell them about the perils. I do poster contests, have guest speakers. I've uh, been very lucky over the years to have different speakers such as Gary DeComo, uh, Bill Rupert, uh, Brian Myers. I had Scott Andressi a while ago, and uh, we have another program scheduled for this year. If elected, I plan to take this county to the next level. We really need to move forward. We just can't do what we're doing and let stuff come to us. We need to be proactive, set the flag out there and work out to that flag, wherever that is. Uh, we need to have a plan that gets us there. We just can't wait for stuff to happen to us. And I give my word, uh, if I get there, I'll be your full-time commissioner and do everything I can to get us to that place. Thank you. All right. And uh, last but certainly not least, uh, Mr. Don Myers. Hello, everyone. I'm Don Myers, and this is my first <laughs> run for commissioner. And uh, listen to these fellows here, it's very interesting. We've got a, a lot of experience sitting here at this table, and I think however things play out, it's going to be very good for Armstrong County. But to tell you a little bit about myself, if, if you don't already know, I'm born and raised here. I've lived here my whole life. I grew up in the little town of Cadogan, if you know where that's at, and I uh, currently live in South Buffalo Township. I'm a retired career and tech ed teacher. Uh, that's my background, education, uh, current owner of East Coast Glocks Firearms in Fort Cliff, and I've worked in business also throughout my career. And uh, those are the things I want to see and bring to the county. You know, why did I want to do this? You know, people always ask you, you know, what made you want to get involved here and run for commissioner? You know, when I, I look at our county, you live here, and everybody is like, as you go out and talk to people, everybody knows what we need. Everybody has the same hopes and dreams for our county. They want to see growth. They want to see opportunity. In my experience in business, education, and uh, I, I believe I can bring some good things to the table. And it's timing. As I said in an interview Monday with the Leader Times, you know, a lot of times things in life are about timing. And right now is a good time for me to step up and serve the people. And I look forward to an opportunity to working hard for you every day to bring my skills as a builder, an educator, and a business person and move us forward. You know, our growth has been somewhat stymied, and uh, everybody's competing for the same things. When you look at different counties, everybody's competing for people. There's a you know, shrinking population, and, and we need to go after them and bring them here. That's been my message the whole time is about growth, 
Uh, if we can grow and attract people here and market our county like it's never been done before, you're going to see the growth and the opportunities come that everybody's hoping for. And, and that's truly the key. When you get around the county, we got great things happening. There's things uh, right on the cusp of, of opening up. But we want to get that moving. And the taxpayers, I look at the taxpayers, you're, you're my customers. You know, and, and, and I, I work hard to, to make my customers happy, and I'm going to work hard for you. So, you know, I want to bring the, the business, the education, experience to the table, and, and try and move this county forward with all the things that I've done. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. And just so you guys know um, how the election actually works, uh, these guys were the four remaining after the primaries that happened earlier this year. Uh, three of the four guys at this table will be elected county commissioners in Armstrong County. And so as you're going through the debate, um, you're basically only saying uh, we just got to eliminate one. And so as you're listening to these guys answer, just keep that in mind as we go through these different topics. Um, the I think it's important to know to the voters as well, because this just came up last week. Yeah. Um, you get to vote for two, not three. Okay. Um, some people get confused about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so thank you for the clarification. Appreciate that. Uh, so the first topic, and um, I took all these topics from different online polling that I did, and I actually um, reached out to each one of these candidates, asked, asked them for their uh, top um, issues as well. Uh, this is the one that comes up, not necessarily from you guys, but from every single voter that I talked to seems like the number one thing always is taxes. And so I just want to start. We'll get that out of the way first. Um, I know some of you that will have data of what percentages for our property taxes, um, our county, city, and school. And, um, and the county, I think, is the smallest piece of that pie or second smallest piece of that pie. But the fact remains that we have a problem competing with the likes of Butler, Indiana, and Westmoreland counties when it comes to building houses and attracting business. Uh, people continue to mention property tax elimination, unfairness with clean and green tax incentives, and um, how can we bring our taxes in line with those other counties and begin to win in this area? And um, Pat, you'll actually be uh, you'll be first on this one. You have two minutes. Um, I think we have been winning. I mean, at the end of the day, we have not raised taxes uh, in Armstrong County under our tenure. The previous board of commissioners raised taxes two in their four you know, two times in their uh, four-year period. Um, so on that front, we've been holding a line. We've been fiscally re fiscally responsible. Uh, we've done that through a myriad of ways. Um, you know, we looked at the health center um, with a gamut of people, a committee, and we realized that that business was a failing business, uh, a business that we could not compete in uh, marketplace-wise. So um, the decision, unfortunately, was made to, uh, you know, um, sell the health center, um, but you know, this administration had a goal to keep in the union um, union workforce, uh, put the building back on the tax rolls, and keep the census uh, the same. And we achieved uh, th those goals. Also, we looked at the county inventory. Um, we um, sold off a lot of assets that were costing the county money, um, and then we we, we work as quickly as we could to control what we had control of to uh, reduce cost. And I give a lot of our department heads um, throughout county government for working with us f through the first three and a half years because we've been able to hold the line. Uh, the other part piece of that, or part, other piece of that, is um, you know um, growth and development. Um, as we take down school buildings in the area, working with the school district, um, new opportunities are arise. And uh, unfortunately, because of confidentiality agreements, um, Commissioner Renshaw are not allowed, but I can tell you opportunities are coming on both sites that uh, were recently tore down. Um, and then, um, you know, North Point, where we have a big project coming down there, the Critical uh, Infrastructure Workforce Academy, we're excited about. And uh, uh, that starts next month, and you'll see a lot of growth and development in that corridor here. 
and we'll talk more about it later. Yep, I have both of those definitely on my list for later on too. So, Anthony? <clears throat> okay, first of all, uh, taxes, uh, property taxes don't actually uh, get levied. Uh, they uh, get levied at the local, municipal, I mean, county and school level. As you know, most folks get the spring tax, which is kind of smaller, and the larger tax in the fall. And as far as the county, I'm sure they're doing everything they can, just like we are at the school. Most of your budget's pretty much locked in with uh, healthcare costs, payroll. There's very little left that you actually have control over, at, at least for the uh, school property taxes, which are the bigger ones. That's at a state level where they're levied down. And one of the problems we have is a lot of that uh, sh is shifted from the state down to the school. So we've actually picked up more burden and have had to try to do more with less, which has been really difficult. Uh, again, also, we have the retirement system, PEASERS, which is actually going up at the same time as this is being shifted. And essentially, this has all been pushed onto the landowners. And there's only one way out of this, and that's growth. And that's getting uh, or basically changing the legislation at the state level is more growth within your uh, area, uh, municipality, within the county. And those are the things we got to work towards if we want to actually keep the taxes in line and ha not have them grow. And again, I know uh, probably at the county level, at the municipal level, it's there's very little that you have that much control over. I mean, you can sell off assets, but there's only so many assets you can sell off at the end. you got to get growth to offset that. We also got to get, and some of that growth is uh, opportunities that sort of came along here short, recently over in Indiana. They have a big uh, distribution center that came in there, and they, the folks in Indiana County actually worked very diff uh, aggressively with cause and uh, different items to get that in there. We need to do those kind of same things here so we get that growth here. When we get that growth, we get that income, which in turn uh, keeps the taxes at bay, possibly lowers them. Thanks. Okay. Uh, Don? You know, when you, when you talk to everybody, taxes is definitely on people's mind. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, when you get that bill, that big bill, and you're on a fixed income. I mean, it takes the wind out of your sails. It is, it is a burden, and that that just starts with good decision making and management uh, of the people's money. You know, and I got to commend you, fellas, Commissioner Fabian and Renshaw, for not raising taxes and finding ways to to keep things going. And 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 I know that can be difficult at times, but that's that's the thing that we need to do to encourage people. Here. You have to keep the taxes in line. And it's done just as uh, Anthony said here, Anthony Shea, about the, the growth. That's been my whole message the whole time. It's hard work, but you have to constantly go at it. we got to bring people here. We want to spread the cost out for you, for you, for you, for me, for everybody out here watching. And, and that's how it's going to happen. It, it, you have to go after and Like I said earlier in the intro, you know, we, we have to work hard. and go, Everybody's after the same thing, so we got to attract those businesses here. When we get the opportunities to meet with them, you know, we got to do everything we can to get them here and, and, and spark that growth and keep the cost down. Solid decision-making. When you're looking at things, you know, like I said here, there's tough decisions that come up. But at the end of the day, it's about what's what's the best thing for Armstrong County and the taxpayers, the customers that, that are making things happen here. So, you know, when, when you look at that, uh, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things. The cost of business goes up every year when you have a business. You know, and the cost goes up, you're either going to cut the quality of thing or cut services or products. In this case, we don't want to do any of that. We want the best things for Armstrong County, so we, we have to work hard every day to attract people here and grow our county and spread the cost, and that will keep taxes in line. All right. Jason. Well, thank you. It's uh, tough to follow four answers. <laughs> right. Know, but yeah. you guys said everything I told you to say. Great yeah. job. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm glad we rehearsed all that. But, um, you know, there's a lot of things that we can control. And all I can say is speak of what we control as a commissioner here. And I can tell you right now, raising taxes is the last resort. 
of any commissioner myself that a good commissioner would be um, and that's what I promise people it's the last resort so we're gonna do everything we can to be fiscally responsible I get in trouble and maybe sometimes Commissioner Fabian has come because we look at things a little bit longer than most people maybe are used to to make sure we're making the best decision for the county and 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 the constituents here the taxpayers um, there's a lot of times I don't even look at myself as a commissioner I'm a taxpayer you know there's been many meetings well you can't say that as a commissioner I was like but I'm a taxpayer and that's why I'm here you know I really would like to change this as a dedicated taxpayer you mm -hmm. know instead of a commissioner as a stance but like there's a lot of topics you brought up here um, with the other counties we face yeah uh, Butler County has been reassessed since 1963 68 or something like that yeah that's something that we have to battle mm -hmm. uh, but how do we battle that getting out there in the front lines so I can tell you right now our motto since day one we've been in there is we're not saying no to anything we're out there beating doors. I can't tell you the times myself, Commissioner Fabian Scott, I've been out there reaching out to these people, laying out the red carpet, trying to get everything. There's a lot of things right now that are on the groundbreaking stages that we cannot reveal right now, but they're exciting. Mm -hmm. And there's more to come. So it, in politics, it takes a long time. It's not like I'm at the farm, a board breaks, I put a new one in. We're walking again across that bridge. Mm -hmm. Right now, there's loops, there's bells, whistles, there's things we have to do. But I can tell you right now, there isn't one day that we're not out there getting these things in here because growth is it. And what you have seen right now, what you will see, is a continued effort for these things. And I come in here just like everybody else, first four years, saying we got to do these things. Do these things. I sat down at the IDA board, who governs economic development. And I said, why didn't you come and yell at me? Because mm -hmm. those guys are out there busting their butt. They're businessmen in the county, and they're doing a great job out there getting things moving forward. And you're going to see the fruits of the, of the efforts here coming forward here. And there's some things that I know I've got calls on. Hey, listen, we need you to push this. We need you to push this. Make sure this goes through. I said, I guarantee you, I will make sure these things go through. And you're going to see those things. Mm -hmm. and it wasn't just me. It takes two. That's yeah. the biggest thing that you have to understand in politics and county level government here with the commissioners. It takes two. And what you want to find is two that work well together. Three would be great, but yeah. it's politics, you know, but you got to have a little bit of a a little bit of a, your ideas, my ideas to make things go good. Because I've always been learning. Every day I get up, I learn something new. Yeah. You know, there's been times I go in there and say, no, this is the best decision. I walk out there saying, wow, that just blew my mind. Yeah. You know, so but I think what we need to do is look at what we can do. Now, the state and the federal government's nice enough to mandate certain things at the county level that we have to do. So, Anthony, you're correct. There's a certain percentage that we can control. And that's what we need to focus on. But also getting out there and continuing to do what's already being done. And I can't state that enough. Is like these things are out there, and you'll see these things. It's not like we're sitting here, and then two years from now, like, what happened? They were saying these things. No, they're they're already in the works. Yeah. So I'm excited about them. Excited about keeping things going and working well here, and you know, getting us moving forward here. But uh, the taxes, the biggest misconception too, is the the spring one, is the county one, and then the fall is the school district. The school district taxes are always the higher one, which is just the nature of the beast. Um, but again, the county is the one that administers all these things and brings them in. So if we can work well with a lot of different entities in the county, uh, businesses, there isn't a day that I'm not out there talking, reaching out to a business owner, saying, what can we do to help you? What are your needs, you know, to help? Maybe we can bring out one of your vendors into the area to cut your cost down to bring them here. And we sit down with a lot of places. The Indiana one you mentioned about, we were on a list. There are certain needs and wants that they need yeah. that just the infrastructure here in the county, the workforce and different things that we got to work on and build to make seconds. us more appealing to these things. So it's not like we're out of the loop here. It's like we're on the cutting edge. We're getting there. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day, and we're going to be putting every effort in we can to make sure that we are number one. And whatever we got to do to be number one, there's been a phone call we have made to the state and local feds saying, hey, listen, uh, we've had some businesses come in here. What can you do to help us with this river out here? They know me by name. When I call the number about the river at the federal level, say, all right, Commissioner Renshaw, what do you have to say about the river today? Same thing I've been saying. Same thing I'm going to be meeting with you about. Same thing I'll be doing. How can you guys come in here and tell us that we 
don't know what the best use is the river in our backyard when you're living in D.C. Right. So but anyway, I don't want to take yeah, all your time. I gotta stop here. Sorry gotta about stop that. I gave you, I gave you the extra minute. Oh, well, I get, uh, I'll take it just, off later. Just a little bit of rebuttal time for for you guys. Does anyone want to say anything else with just a minute? Respond to anything that anyone said. Yeah, I want to mention something that um, Anthony mentioned about Urban Outfitters, which is a million dollar square uh, foot um, uh, building that. that recently built off of 422 um, in Indiana. Um, yes, we were on the short list for that. Um, it didn't work out, but you know, one thing, we have great working relationships with our commissioners, that, whether it's Westmoreland, Butler, Indiana, or Clarion, and beyond. But the next best thing is to drop that in the county right beside us, because Armstrong County residents, as they look to employ 800 people we are going to have armstrong residents that are going to be employed there no different than amazon um mm -hmm. yes did we submit an application for that um was it uh was armstrong county going to be uh you know where that landed no but the next best thing is in allegheny county because this region is going to benefit from that um and, and no different than the cracker plant that that's a great area but we're going to have spinoff here over the next several years when that's up and running so it might not land in armstrong county and, and like commissioner Renshaw says we're, we're always advocating for that but if we can drop it right next door uh it still benefits armstrong county okay anthony or don yeah i'll just chime in a little bit you know it's it's very uh exciting to to hear these things when you're when you're talking about that and everybody uh would welcome to to know those kind of things and that's what sometimes it does take time. Everything does take time, like Commissioner Renshaw says, and, and like, you know, as an analogy, putting a board in a farm. And, you know, when I make decisions at my business, it's me happening now. And, and, and that's the thing that I think a lot of people may get confused and, you know, misconceptions about how, how things take time as far as to bring a business here and meeting with them and, and, and all the regulations and zoning of an area and, and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So I, I do see it, you know, being out and traveling around, you, you know that things are on the cusp. You know, I, I really do believe good things are going to happen. It's just a continued effort, working hard with, you know, all the experience you have sitting here, and, and, and things are going to happen. You know, I would just like to, to communicate more to the people and let them know, because people like to know. I know things I've done with newsletters and such, and I see, uh, you know, uh, Senator Pittman puts out his newsletter. That's a great thing, because then people are excited about stuff and what you're doing, and, and, they, and they see their tax dollars at work. All right. The big thing is, uh, I mean, there's just a pipeline. I understand that, but we got to get that pipeline primed right now. Can't wait. Uh, I know it won't happen at the end of the day. It just doesn't happen that way. I know in the school, things that we have now are going to pay off in years, like Invention Land or Creation Nation. It just doesn't happen. But we got to be aggressive and get that. And that's what I will do if I get there. Okay, so our second topic of the day is economic development. Kind of flows right into each other. I know you guys touched on that a little bit with the uh, with the tax issue. Uh, one of the watchers on this channel actually uh, put out a quote said, "Property taxes are the most critical issue stopping economic development." You guys agree with that statement? And what other barriers do you see to economic development in Armstrong County? And how do you plan to overcome those barriers to expand our local economy? And this one we'll start with uh, okay. Anthony. Well, first of all, nobody wants to pay more property taxes. Uh, I it's one of those things, if you want to fill an auditorium, talk about raising taxes at the school. But uh, what we need to do is uh, we're not going to do it by cutting. That's not going to solve the problem. We're going to have to grow our way out of this. And how we're going to have to do that is, in uh, my plan to do this, is uh, it has three parts. First is infrastructure, uh, marketing, and then dealing with issues, because all of those are going to be important to growing this county. Infrastructure, right up front uh, for economic development, we got to get the roads and bridges, uh, both short-term and long-term. Uh, seek after every grant locally uh, or block grant and such in the short term. In the long term, we need to work towards getting an I-80 corridor, uh, 
possibly even a loop, an outer loop around Pittsburgh that will help our economic development. Uh, we need to get broadband here. Uh, you could have people uh, work here if they have broadband and cell access. Also, we got to work on infrastructure such as uh, building a pipeline of uh, workforce. Again, as I mentioned earlier, the schools such as Lenape and uh, the different schools, uh, we need to start preparing them for the workforce needs that are going to be coming. And then the last thing that we need to expand and improve our trails. Those are all kind of infrastructure items. Uh, then we got to market. As we get those items online and in place, the pump primed, we need to start uh, marketing the business and industry. We need to chase after everything. We need to use the tools available to us from cause and alertas and such. We need to also market to families and property owners. They pay a lot of taxes uh, if we bring them in there. And that, again, spreads that out to everybody. If you have good broadband, good roads, uh, good cell service, you can have somebody who works in Pittsburgh maybe one day a week and the rest of the time come out here who wants to have that rural or uh, small town feeling. So we need to actually market to those type of people. That will get us growth. And the last part is we need to basically uh, market to our tourism. There's agritourism, there's uh, regular tourism. Uh, we need to do everything we can to get that. So all of those pieces are there. Also the quality items, as I say, the issue part we need to work through. We got to deal with, uh, in, it exists, but the opioid crisis, we got to deal with that one way or another. We got to deal with under and unemployment, uh, get our folks to have hopes that they can get jobs here. Our biggest export right now, and that's hurting our growth big time, is the uh, our young people. They're moving out and moving away. We need to keep those people here. We need to get them move, coming back after they finish college, after they get out of the military. We need to have them come back here. All those different items will raise us by growth. We will not get there by cutting. Cutting only just cuts some kind of service. It's uh, finite at best. Okay. Very good. Uh, Mr. Myers. You know, I think you'll find that we're probably all going to be in similar uh, sync here <laughs> with economic uh, development. And, and my whole message throughout my campaign has been about growth, attracting people here, marketing the county, you know, like it's never been done before. And uh, things that Anthony uh, said here about infrastructure, you got to have the things here as well. I mean, you, you market what we have, you track someone here, but you got to be able to meet their needs in an area. If they're looking to an area, does it have the, 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 the traffic coming in, the roadways, the communications, the water, the sewage? I mean, there's a lot of things that goes with that uh, when you're talking about marketing and, and economic growth and attracting people here. But, um, you know, it's, it's really encouraging to be here and listen to these three gentlemen talk because it, it uh, just makes me feel good about what the possibilities are for the future of Armstrong County. I mean, these are these are exactly what has to happen. We, we got to, you know, work hard on attracting people and make sure what we have is what they need versus somewhere else. You know, we don't want them looking somewhere. We hear a company that's going to potentially come in and spend millions of dollars to set up. I mean, we want to go after them and tell them this is where you want to be. You know, Armstrong County can't be the best kept secret. It, it's got to be, this has got to be where you want to be. We want to make that message and attract people here. And, and we do have things and everything uh, is right on the cusp. We got great places. Uh, Commissioner Fabian, you talked about the training center at North Point that, that's, uh, you know, going to be happening here real soon. That's my background, career in tech education. I'd love to get involved with that. And I truly believe that's going to bring people, that's one thing that's going to bring people from all over to, to come here with these big companies that are in there and they're going to be training people for infrastructure jobs like gas and electric and utilities and, and those types of things. And that's going to do great things for a county. You're going to see things pop up all from that. And anytime you get a business model like that, that's a school, but, you know, schools are businesses as, as well. Um, 
you're going to have that growth. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that, that have to happen to bring economic development and, and, and see that boom and, and bring our, our our numbers back up. As Anthony said, you know, our young people are leaving. My career is about working with young people, and, and I want them to stay here. I want my kids here. I want to see my grandkids here and have the opportunities I had. And that's going to take a lot of hard work, and I truly believe the people at this table are, are going to work hard for it each and every day. All right, mm-hmm. great. Uh, Commissioner Renshaw, what barriers do you see for economic development? And how, how will you overcome those in the next four years? Thank you. Well, I think we probably all recognize the same barriers here, as you can see. You know, and, um, you know, and a lot of these things that Anthony had mentioned is the same ones that Dawn had mentioned, the same things I'm going to say. You know, our infrastructure here, um, you know, as the taxes are a double-edged sword. It's how you get funded, but it's also how you get your... Uh, you know, you get your rent revenue, but it also keeps people out. So the infrastructure, like the I-80 corridor, uh, we're already on that one. We already have a study that's doing being done to extend that up there. So these are things that we already acknowledged our first four years here. And we're working with the state and federal p- government as well. And I can't say nothing about that as much. I can't say enough about them because they're willing to help us work on these projects. The broadband Internet is an issue here in our county. Now, I've seen the governor's pushing for that as too as well. But we've actually took the initiative here, and we're redoing our broadband in our county here. To, to a, with a company that is going to offer it to more constituents here in the county. So we're working on a basically a footprint of that in the county right now. And the workforce, the training facilities that we like see was coming in, there's a few other ones that we're working on here right now that we're excited that are coming in here that it's going to be great for the county. So those are things that are coming in as well. Uh, roads and bridges, I have to say the county took some funds that we passed out to everybody and put a multimodal grant in, which took that money and put into it basically into a pot of money that the state gives us back double, basically. Not double, it's pretty close to that. It's a, it, triple, it gives us a lot more. We can do more big impact projects around the county for the townships and local areas that they need done so these are things that we already recognize that we're already working on and getting done so that alone will help um is it going to be done today tomorrow no but we're working towards that goal every day we go in there we're seeing we're hearing we're reaching out we go around and we do town hall meetings we met with seniors we sit down and try and hear the constituents and anybody can come to the office and and obviously call there as well but i think the infrastructure like you mentioned uh earlier uh is is one of our biggest things as far as technology wise uh, internet now things everything on the internet obviously where do you think this is going to be broadcast? Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So uh, time, you have to adapt and overcome with the changes in time. And I think right now, um, if we can offer these things to um, the uh, the new, I guess, businesses that want to come in here, even residents, you know, uh, and offer them uh, what their families need and keep them here as well. And I think we're all on the same page. And like Don said, I think what you'll see here is everybody at the table has is passionate and excited about this county. So whether whoever's sitting there uh, after november um i think you know armstrong county would be on the right page here because what i'm seeing right now is we all have the same probably the same beliefs and views and i see on a lot of things maybe not everything but that's what makes politics exciting okay good commissioner fabian um you know i think to answer your question about taxes is to give you an analogy 70 percent of your taxes go to the schools 20 percent goes to the county and then 10 percent to your local municipality um yeah taxes are a barrier uh we recognize that um something we did when we first got in office we met with the uh, team in economic development we did a SWOT: strength weaknesses opportunities and threats um we kind of game plan about it it's not a comprehensive plan because believe it or not the 2006 uh, comprehensive plan that the county did is relevant today um, so we kind of just broke it the uh, through that SWAT uh, we game plan for uh, these past three years and I think we've been very successful um, we've got about 
as much growth and momentum going as we possibly can can right now. And as Dawn said numerous, you know, earlier today, and everybody's talked about it, it's a dogfight out there. We're a small market county, uh, and I'm a baseball guy by. Um, all means. Uh, we're, I consider us the Pittsburgh Pirates. We're next to the LA Dodgers, Boston Red Sox, and the New York Yankees. Um, and our teams are doing a great job. Anthony mentioned one of his big things, infrastructure. We have $75 million of infrastructure that has come into this county over the last three and a half years. We have $234 million on the long-term um, TIP project committed. That's something that Commissioner Renshaw, when we go to Pittsburgh and sit at SPC that we fight for. Um, and that goes from bridges to roadways to guide rails to um, fiber. Uh, so, and we go after every possible grant out there. Um, so if you can, I'm the same. We've, we've maxed the, the dollar amount out that we could possibly bring back to the table um, without, you know, holding somebody hostage. Um, I agree. Two things that weren't talked about uh, as far as bringing people in. C was going to bring, uh, or that's a critical infrastructure workforce academy when it's up and running to its max, is going to bring in about 20,000 students or workers a year. Um, we're looking at creating a, uh, well, we have one well on its way, it's an ATV park in Brady's Bend. Um, between that, and we just put a committee together to look at another ATV park area. Between those things, uh, those two places, that's another 20,000 visitors here. Not, uh, and we have made significant investments to the Erie to Pittsburgh Trail. We have about five miles left and one tunnel that's not complete. Three million dollars have gone into that to date. Um, so, you know, uh, we, we've been humping it on infrastructure, tourism, and making sure we're bringing in as many people as we possibly can. Okay. I got about 30 seconds left for any of you guys if you want to respond to anything. Yeah, real quick, I want to thank Commissioner Fabian for carrying the torch because my time was up, I noticed. So a lot of things <laughs> you can't say and everything there. But also, one thing I advocate too at CCAP, we go out there and with our state level, is a menu. Can you please give us a menu? Property tax is a great way yes. now that we can get our income, but give us a menu of different options, you know what I mean, to get revenue in the county. So right now, there's, you know, it's just you know working well with them, and I think it's something that can be down the road, but I think we have to think outside the box. And, and obviously, you can ask any state representative. Every time I see him, I say, hey, how you doing? How's that menu? Mm -hmm. You know, and those are things that we can look at and uh, hopefully maybe someday, you know, CCAP's help. Maybe other commissioners can put their heads together there and find a way to, you know, adapt to the new era that we have here. You know, I'm not saying that the, sure. the way the system is before it was good, but I think we need to keep our motives and uh, keep our directive here to helping constituents. Great. Well, one thing I'd like to say to follow up on that, too, since 2016, unemployment is down. Um Poverty is down in Armstrong County, and also the medium income is up. We are moving in the right direction here. I, I, it sounds like a lot of doom and gloom here, mm -hmm. but no, we're moving in the right direction. Yeah. Um, all right, Anthony and uh, or Don. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You know, I mean, it's very encouraging to hear to hear all the things that are happening that are they're in motion and that are going to come out and people are going to see I mean that everybody wants to know that and those are the things that people like to know when they're looking at their county officials or elected officials that they're working hard for them and good things are happening I think with somebody new you know coming in it brings more ideas to the table you know uh, as Commissioner Framey said what more can we do I mean uh, not to uh, you know saying there's always more you got to look hard and, and 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 focus on those things I think new perspectives brings new ideas sometimes when you do the same things over and over you can't expect different results if you do the same thing and and I, I think 
having new people along with experienced people uh, puts together a perfect mix to to get the most out of everything that's possible out there. And just to sort of piggyback on that, when I was in the military, uh, they changed the commanders out every two years, the leadership, religiously. In fact, uh, you would actually get dinged on your career if you stay longer in two years in a place. And the reason they did that was before the new ideas, for somebody to come in and basically shake it up, maybe it's the wrong word to use, but basically say, hey, why haven't we tried this? Why haven't we tried that? You have enough of the people that are there for continuity, but you change out the leadership uh, to get those new ideas. I'm a very out-of-the-box thinker. I will try everything. Uh, I will look at uh, everything that's available to us. Uh, I listen. I always, I'm leery of the first person that talks the loudest because those are the ones you probably want to stay away from. I look also to the people in the back who are quiet and sort of observing. But we got to get lots of ideas and uh, change out the blood. And a little bit of the old, a little bit of the new. I think that's where we need to go. All right. And I, I, I do understand that the doom and gloom, I, I promise that's not me, but I am just trying to take a constituent look. Um, you guys know I'm about the most positive person that I could ever, uh, that I could possibly be, and just ruthlessly that way. So I appreciate your guys' positivity about the future as well, that it's not all doom and gloom, that we are all, I think every one of us around this table is hopeful about what Armstrong County could be. Um, a big part of that, which you guys have already touched on, so... Maybe we can go into it a little bit deeper as workforce development. Um, one of the most exciting prospects for our country and for our county has been the turn that seems that we're making at it as a nation that's saying, hey, not everyone needs a four-year degree. You know, you can also uh, go and just develop skills that you need for a particular job. Uh, with the great work Lenape Tech has done over the years, the new training facility coming into North Point, I'd love to hear some more details on that. How, how important is that to our future? And what do you see as our future economy in Armstrong County? What changes are going to be required in the workforce to make that economy thrive? And uh, Don, maybe it's appropriate that this is the one you get to answer <laughs> yeah, first. Thinking, because did did you is... write that question for me in the last 30 well, years of my life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, that's, that, that is definitely my, my background. And I, I know many people in the county know that. I, I taught a generation here in career and tech ed. I mean, a college degree is an awesome thing. I have a college degree, but career and tech ed is where I started in my training, hands-on, going out and taking those skills and, and earning a good living. And right now, I'll tell you, that is just booming everywhere. That is the demand. It, it's been a demand for quite some time, but even more now. So, And, and you're talking some really, really good jobs and opportunities for young people. Uh, and as well as current workers, you know, you, it's never too late to go out and retrain um, you know, I retired from one career. I'm starting another here, uh, hopefully on November 5th, if the, if the taxpayers will uh, give me the opportunity to work for them. But career in tech ed is, is definitely, and I was asked the other day some specific examples, and, and uh, you know, I told Leader Times in, in that uh, interview that uh, they're, they're all, all of them. You know, to pick one, it, it's just I've seen success stories everywhere in career in tech ed. It's about hard work. You know, what's the difference between successful and not successful? Work hard. Get up every day with the attitude that you're going to work hard, and if you want what other people have, go do it. You can do it. I told my, my kids as I they were growing up, I said, uh, you know, do what someone else is willing to do to get where you want to be. It's possible. I mean, there's great opportunity. you got to work out it. And career in tech ed is a great start. Lenape Tech, and not just because I work there. I mean, it's kind of a biased question. That's the tech school I work there. But uh, yeah. <laughs> they're doing amazing things. They truly are. If you've never so been there, you need to go and see what's happening throughout all the career in tech ed programs from manufacturing, building construction, uh, you know, health occupations, computer science. I mean, they, they have a little bit of everything that's going on. And... Um, the thing I would like to see is I sometimes uh, students or even people, you know, they're leaving to find those jobs. And I think 
some of them are here. I mean, I, I see that often, and I, I mentioned that the other day as well. People leave the county and are going somewhere else to find a job and their skill set. You need to look around your own county, and, and that's tough. I know it's hard to do when you live in a certain area and and travel that same route every day. And those are things I'd like to bring to the table. Is and when you talk about marketing, market the county and highlight our businesses, show what they have. I mean, to to expand your business, to grow, what we need, you need that workforce. You're talking about a workforce. Where are you going to get it? A lot of people think of the tech school, every school. I mean, these people are, or these these young people are, are getting ready to to leave school. And uh, they got hopes and dreams to achieve and do well. And, uh, you know, to make those connections with business and industry, I think a lot of it is here and more hopefully to come with the hard work of everybody sitting here and, uh, you know, starts with career and tech ed and all those business connections and, and just promoting it and highlighting it. I mean, I, you know, if I'm elected, I want to work with businesses and, and showcase them and help them out in that way. And, and that's tough when you're a business person. I, I've been a business person for 30 years. And, uh, you know, you're always focused on the bottom line. It's R&I, return on investment. You know, you're spending money. What, what am I, what's coming back? I mean, that, that's critical to business. And when somebody's reaching out to help uh, support and promote you, uh, I mean, that's just great things. And that, I think that's what we need to do more of. Very good. Uh, Commissioner Ranshaw? There you go. Way to hit that softball out of the park here, Don. Yeah, like, I, like I said, I think you wrote that question. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So that's good. I'll see if I can, you know, see if you can compete there a little bit here. So, but I, I think uh, this is exactly right. We need some education here and some training and everything. That's one project that can't be liberty to speak too much about here, but I've been involved in it right now. I've been called specifically, as far as the other commissioners, too, to reach out and make sure that some of these things go through and can be here in the county. And uh, I'm proud to say that, you know, I'm involved in something good that's going to be coming here, you know, and I really think and the commissioner favored me too like i said it takes two when you hear me say hey myself and stuff it's two three of us here um that have been really working towards these goals up there but also too i think what you'll see here is um the training and education what do our business people need out there so i've been devoting a lot of my time going out and reaching out to the business people of the community here sitting down with them you know, I try to reach out at least once, twice a week here to sit down with them, schedule me. Hey, what are you? What are your employees need? What do you need in your employees? What can we do to bring more qualified workforce to you, and have it available here for you? And that's where a lot of these things that you'll see developing came from, was the efforts that we all put in here. And it's not like it's just me. I mean, we sit down and we all have our uh, expertise, and that's what I see a lot at this table here. And that's another topic. But bringing a diverse crowd in here for the experts in different areas makes for a well-rounded team to work towards the county's goal. But the training's the biggest thing here. Lenape, like Don said, you know, he can't speak. I can't speak any better about Lenape. Um, you know, even where I come from, Freeport, any of the school systems that we have right now are doing a great job with our youth. But we need to retain them and look towards, like, you know, our secondary, you know, your, your secondary education, going to college, going to trade schools. And the trades, by far to me, are one of the things that has been the best kept secret here that we have, like I'm, I come from a blue collar workforce here as a farmer. And I, I, I can, I personally feel like I relate to a lot of the people out there. They get up every day, put your work boots. That's my comfort zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and, and I just like to reach out to them and say, what can we bring to you? And that's the type of work I like, you know what I mean? If I had to you know, pick your dream job, it'd be knee deep in manure. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, but, uh, Anyway, I think what you're going to see and what we are doing is pushing towards these goals. Uh, CIWA, um, again, that was just a just a conversation when we first started getting into this here, and then uh, we were on the sitting at every meeting, every development that we could to put this effort into making it a, a reality. And I think what you're seeing here is a lot of times if the uh, you know, commissioner's office goes to bat and you have your state and local, it's a team effort. And I can't say enough about the state, 
the federal government, G.T. Thompson, and everybody that we've worked well with here and built relationships over the year, that's just a phone call away to say, hey, what do you got going on? Hey, what's going on? They come in, they meet with us, we meet with them. And these projects aren't just at the, it's a, it's basically your grassroots, you know, even the townships, that's where a lot of this stuff comes from that we say, hey, what can we do for you guys? What's your issues? And then we reach out to, they reach out to us, we reach out to the state. Um, Farm Bureau has a legislative luncheon where we all sit around the table and that's just one of the greatest things in this county. You sit down once a year and boom, and we've got a lot of projects off the table. Yeah. So it's great. I gave these guys an extra minute, so you guys both oh, got man. three now. All but, right. Uh, go, go ahead. Thanks uh, for giving us a minute. Often when I see list of the biggest employers in Armstrong County, um, it's often the hospital or school that maybe, or it is Walmart, but what, what's not on that list is organized labor. That, that is our biggest workforce in Armstrong County is organized labor. And as Jason said, you know, we have two new educational opportunities that uh, we're going to see here in Armstrong County very soon. Uh, this is something we talked about several years ago. This is something we will deliver on um, here. But he used the word blue collars, and one day, you know, that's kind of how these things get up started when we looked at Clarion County, Indiana, Westmoreland, Butler, Allegheny, all have anchor universities. You know, we're blue collar people, we're blue collar workforce around here. So why not jump into uh, that kind of um, workforce? So that's how the exception and talking to some other um, people that are consultants, we came up with the Critical Infrastructure Workforce Academy. So. Um, this to give you a little more information about it. that's that's advanced urban training that's utility infrastructure um, that's uh, vertical integrated gas operations that's electric and linemen that's communication and water segments so you're going to see a sim city down there at, at north point with education and happening in the classroom then they're going to move out into the yard where they're going to be working with multiple public utility companies and not only that where these students are going to have an opportunity to to get educated um, and be connected with employers but also the employers who need to re-up these certifications um, will be coming into this academy as well um, and again we, you know because of confidentiality agreements we can't talk about a, um, another educational opportunity that uh, is coming um, and one thing else I wanted to highlight that uh, Commissioner Renshaw and I sit on is the uh, Tri-County Workforce Board um, that that is a board that's um, comprised of Indiana County Commissioners Armstrong County Commissioners and um, Butler County Commissioners and we meet um, every other month and we talk about workforce development issues, um, we game plan um, and we try to create policy, we try to create programs um, around our needs here. Um, similar to economic development, we, we do that SWAT. You know, strength, weakness, opportunities, and uh, threats, we do that there. Um, one thing we do, do need to do a better job of, and, and I'll say that, and it's talking with our superintendents, not just the Armstrong School District, but all our schools in all three counties, we recognize that that needs to be enhanced greatly. Okay, very good. Uh, Mr. Shea? Yeah, I'll start off. Uh, I go to work every, down in Pit every day down in Pittsburgh. I work with a lot of millennials. One of the big things down here, they all have these degrees of one sort or another, but there's one big problem. They also have this big college debt. It's from fifty dollars to $100,000, which is keeping them from moving forward. And, uh, and there's this misnomer. You have to have a bachelor's degree to get a good job. Having served on the Lenape board for the last uh, five years, you learn that, you know what, you can do stuff with your hands, graduate at 18, and go right on to the workforce and make a, a good living. 
Uh, and that's something uh, people need to know. And the gem in this county is the uh, Lenape Votech, or Technical Program, also the Adult Education Program. We are turning out welders. We are turning out uh, the construction, carpentry, uh, toll and die, environmental resource type folks, uh, the uh, gas wells. Those are things that you can't outsource. You can't take those and send them over to India. I spend every day, I compete against people from all around the world. If they can build a better mousetrap than me, our jobs get eliminated. The one thing about these career tech jobs, you can't outsource them. You have to do them here. You A lot of times you do them right here in the county, which is good. We need to keep those folks here after they graduate. Uh, one of the things that we're working on is uh, the, the different professions within the county, finding out exactly what are the skill sets they need so we can keep those young people here. We gotta stop the export of those folks. Uh, tech ed is very important. Uh, also, at uh, the Lenape program, we brought in BC3, which is thriving. It's thriving very well. It's busting at the seams, actually. Uh, we brought that program in, and it's done exceptionally well. Uh, we also have the adult ed programs are done exceptionally well. But all of these are important. Those are the jobs that people can keep here in Armstrong County for at least the foreseeable future. Uh, that misnomer of having a college degree, it's, it's not necessary. You can make just as good of money with a good hands-on trade. And uh, my goal is to keep moving that forward, working with the workforce or with the businesses to make sure we get that going to where we need to. Thanks. I'm, I'm curious, just kind of the second part of that question. I'd like to just hear maybe 30 seconds to a minute from each of you guys. What do you what do you believe is the future economy in our area? Are we just a, kind of modernizing and expanding our blue collar workforce? Or do you think that there's um, other opportunity? Like I look at the tourism aspect. I think that has the potential to be a huge economic driver for our area. But I'm curious, as a commissioner, what, what would you be kind of focusing on? I think uh, we were just talking about this yesterday at the Economic Development Board meeting. Um, 1C was up and running to capacity with some spin-offs down there, hotels, eateries. Uh, we're we're going to have to do one of two things. We're going to have to move some dirt, or and move dirt, we're going to have to create a, another industrial park because we are moving. We're out of space now in all our parks. Um, the other part of that, the low-hanging fruit, which we've been working on, is um, tourism, ATV, our waterways promotion. Um, you know, uh, in the next four years, those are going to be um, completed. Those. Uh, we're going to see more visitors here. And two, manufacturing. Um, you know, we have 87 manufacturers here in Armstrong County. Um, some employ as low as four to, uh, you know, 50 people uh, in these manufacturers. So with the cracker um, plant being built um, to completion, there's going to be some spins off, spin-offs of that. So I think you're going to see manufacturing uh, grow too. And then we're always out there working with the governor's action team, economic development, and then our partners at the state. Um, state level federal level um two people we forget to talk about that we meet often with is uh senator pat toomey and um uh, senator um uh, casey uh, who was just in town a couple weeks ago looking at a hydro plant so uh, we have great relationships uh, the current board and current administration with all our elected officials um, at the state and federal level and um, always talking to them all right how about, how about Jason? Well, I think um, she's like a combination of a lot of things. You know, maybe back in the day, it might have been just solely manufacturing things. But I think what you look at Armstrong County, what can we bring to the table that's different than the surrounding counties? I think we're almost like a kind of like a how pow. I look at it this way with our waterways, you know, kayaking, the trails, and everything as far as that goes. And if you really always kind of say in the meetings here, um, we're like the heart of Western PA. Because if you look at Armstrong County on a map, kind of shaped like a heart, and we're right in the middle of Western PA. And we kind of have a, a little bit of everything from the agricultural community, the, uh, the manufacturing community, but the tourism. Our river is our best asset out here. And the tributaries that go into it from Crooked Creek to Kiski down there, I mean, 
the, the businesses that have spawned off of these things and are growing right now and the interest level and the trails is one of the things that me and Commissioner Fabian have been advocate to is Commissioner Scumite as well. We're out there working with them um, and using that tourism department. That's where I sat on the board for a while. And again, I, you know, after I got this job, I sat down a little bit, but stepped down because I get fresh blood, fresh ideas in there and everything like that. And I think what we can do is advance that and promote this. As you know, you don't have to drive two hours to Hiopal. You got a half hour drive from Pittsburgh up here, 45 minutes at the top, so depending on when you want to go. ATVs, if you don't, if you see all the trailers with ATVs on, you know the ATV park up there is going in town. They're stopping to eat. So the eateries, the restaurants, and everything will fly out there. I know I do my part to help them stay in business. You know, I make sure I order two meals when I yeah. go out to eat. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, but I think what, uh, you know, it's going to be a combination of manufacturing and everything too, as well, is going to be here with the training we have. So I'm excited. Like I said, you put all these together. Yeah. And I think, you know, hey, Armstrong County, there was a peak at the time, the 80s, maybe. Somebody could argue this to their blue in the face. But right now, I think what you're seeing is we're ready to thrive. We're starting to get our feet back up. You know, okay. uh, I might have stumbled a little bit, but I think we're going to find out is we're going to take our natural resources here and make them shine. Very good. Uh, Don, how about you? You know, it's it's kind of just picking back and off on what, what everybody said here. You know, when I think of things, I just go to the builder experience in me. You know, we're, we're in a rebuilding kind of phase with some of the big industry that's left. Uh, good things are happening and, and uh, promoting the, the little things we have. Small business is what built this country, not the, the big box stores and that. I mean, they've taken over a lot of areas and have drove small business out. But the small business is going to bring it back. We have, uh, you know, some... Uh, Big manufacturing, largest manufacturing in the county brigade, building on industry, you know, big uh, addition onto his place, and, and and things like that are happening. But the future, what I see, the future, I see it as a rebuilding process. All uh, marketing, all the the tourism things we have, the river. Well, I, I go to Florida often, and it's all about the water. You know, I've said this before. When you get out of there's just businesses everywhere surrounding the water. The water brings the people in. We have it flowing right now through here. And, you know, with working with the state and federal and, and, and all the local areas to uh, capitalize on that and market that and, and grow that, and it's going to bring the things here. And I, I think that's the, the future of it. I think you're going to see, you know, some of these big things happening, like the training center, which is, you know, I'm super excited about that. I, I know nothing but good's going to come from that, and you're going to have a spinoff from that. But, you know, these little places popping up, you can't, you can't look at a little business and think, yeah, what's that bringing to the table? It attracts people. When you attract people, they see what this county's about. They want to buy or build a home here. They want to start a business here. Yeah. So you're going to see that growth. It's going to take time, but it's happening. You know, like Commissioner Fabian said, it, it is happening. And, uh, you know, obviously everybody wants to see that happen right. fast. You know, we, we want it to happen now because we don't want people leaving. And uh, you, you have to have things happening as, as quickly as you can. And it takes time. It takes a lot of communication with people and working and, and, and moving us forward. All right. I don't want to cut you off, but, Mr. Shea, I've, I've shorted you about 45 seconds. Yeah, so you got problem, two man. minutes. Tell us, about your, <laughs> tell us about your future economy in Armstrong County. My vision, first of all, waiting for the day of Elger to come back or Allegheny Ludlam to open, those are gone. Mm. I don't believe that's going to happen ever again. But what I'd like to see is diversify <clears> business <throat> and push little businesses. Uh, and as Don was saying, that's the driver in the future. We have a lot of little niches from elect the electrical shop. If you look down in Pittsburgh, I mean, down in Leechburg, if you look at uh, the tool and die, those little type of businesses uh, hire a few people, but they hire them at pretty high wages, which is a family supporting wage that we can make that work. We get those homeowners coming back here. That is what's going to drive us forward in the future in Armstrong County. It's going to be little businesses. <clears throat> a lot of them aren't going to get above 100 employees, but that's fine. I'd 
rather I have a whole bunch of little ones, a lot of diversity, you know, spreads out the risk a little bit more in case there's any problems in the economy. But we need to get that all over the place uh, and catch on like wildfire. The natural resources uh, sort of complement all that. Uh, as as uh, Jason was saying, when you go up uh, the ride on the trails, all of a sudden you're going to come back and eat. That's perfect. Uh, those are going to be complimentary. Those are also complimentary to getting the homeowners coming in here. We need new fresh start families uh, coming here because they want to live out in the country. They want to live in a nice little community. All those things will be like wildfire. They create a positive feedback loop, which keeps us going forward. And that's where I see us going. All right. So our fourth topic of the day is going to be the, on the opioid crisis. Um, this has been, uh, it comes up again and again as well. It's touched uh, probably just about every family in the county if we look at it. Um, whether it's a direct relative or a friend or whatever it might be. Um, we've all heard the stories and seen the data from years past and how uh, horrible the story was five years ago. It seems like the most recent data were trending pretty positively. And so how can we build on the momentum that's already been done? And uh, you know, what will you do as the next commissioner to help solve that problem? And so this one, we're going to start back again with Jason. Well, I think a lot of things that we're doing here, uh, one of the main things is medical treatment at the jail. I know... Um, there's a lot of things that we've put in place there to help the, the people going in there uh, to get treatment and everything. And uh, we were one of the first um, to implement a lot of these programs and everything, helping with uh, the sheriff, uh, the DA's office, um, you know, funding them and working towards the goals to, uh, you know, uh, get things taken care of. Uh, central booking, too. I mean, not directly associated with that, but it helps, you know, getting the information from the people that go through the jail. So I think what we need to do is focus in on uh, our assets and what we have and put them towards the, the best use that we can here for the county. Um, you know, a lot of the things that we see here uh, in the county is people going to jail. It's not your typical, um, you know, robbing a store back in the day. These are people with, um, I would say, like medical conditions, I would say, you know, um, dependencies uh, on a substance that we're learning. Um, the governor even came out to recognize the efforts from the doctors that helped the jail. Um, our program uh, was top in the state. We actually started to see a reduction. So um, I can't say enough about Cammie Anderson and the uh, you know, Clarence Indiana County Armstrong Drug and Alcohol Rehabilitation out there and everything. What they're doing is top notch. Um, and we're proud to be a part of that. We work well with the other commissioners on that aspect. So their recommendations are basically being recognized as top in the state, if not the country, you know, and for the governor to make a trip out here uh, and to recognize that in tour, we went up there and met with him. He was very uh, pleased with that. So I think that just goes to show um, what we're putting into it here um, as far as like uh, even helping fund the sheriff's department here what they need um, ex as far as getting their uh, needs and wants and everything the DA we work with Katie um, again you know we meet sometimes sometimes we're a little bit hesitant to jump on things but these are things that I think that you, we, you won't see us hesitate as much as far as hey these are things that address obviously the economic impact of the county <coughs> and it is a serious issue facing the country so uh, I think what you need we need to do is be all in you know, all on these efforts here um, and what we could do. And, and I know Commissioner Fabian here will probably have more into it. He's uh, more the health and human services aspect of things here. So that's why I say it's a great team effort when we sit down. So we rely on each other's experts here. And there's things that I've learned, you know, and I'm, I'm always learning as far as this goes. So there's some experts, things that I bring to the table. That's where you get a well, uh, you know, a, a group of well-rounded people here to help with the county here. But I'm as excited just to be part of some of the breakthrough and top-notch and top you know, recognized uh, stats that we have here from the implementations that we have here at the jail. We just came from prison board meeting here, and everything we've been doing is still being recognized and still being uh, in the top uh, of the state. Great. Commissioner Fabian? Um, 
I, I want to hit real quick uh, back in 2015. Um, coming into this can be pretty overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, and I really like the team that the voters elected last time. I thought it was so important. As Jason said, I, I kind of take on the majority of the health and human service aspect of things. And, and there's other things, too, that, that I take on. And Jason's kind of the agricultural guy. Commissioner Scum, I had a good background being the chief clerk for eight years. Um, and we kind of split those responsibilities up over the last three years. But um, I, I do appreciate Commissioner Scum, and Commissioner, Commissioner Renshaw supporting some of the efforts that the Drug and Alcohol Commission are doing. Like I said earlier, um, I do sit on the advisory board. Um, in 2016, uh, and that was a huge debate question back in 15. Uh, the drug overdoses were 62. They've gone down each of the um, last couple years, 62, 54, 34, and, and um, 17. We've seen a 48% reduction in overdose deaths. Um, Throughout other counties throughout there, the average is about 18%. Um, as Jason mentioned earlier, something we did, we brought drug and alcohol, um, drug and alcohol service back into the county jail, which were absent since 2006. 94%, uh, we just started doing some data tracking on this, 94% of our inmates either have a mental health issue or a substance abuse issue. Um, so we wanted to tackle that. Also, as Jason said, um, just shortly after we got into office, we started and piloted Vivitrol. Um, and we just start, We just got acquired a grant through the Drug and Alcohol Commission. We're going to um, be piloting um, Suboxone to reduce um, recidivism. And when the governor came out, he was really impressed with what um, Cami Anderson, who we're very fortunate to have her in Armstrong, yes. Indiana, and Clarion County. She's considered one of the experts, often travels out of state because of a lot of her private programs. And I'm just happy we're in a position to support some of these efforts. But the warm line, you know, people that don't go to the ER are quickly connected in this county with certified recovery specialists. We have a mobile outreach team. These patients that overdose and hit the um, ER door. Seventy percent of those people are referred and go to treatment, um, and that's you know that's out of uh, I just did some data the other day. It's out of seven hundred and fifty patients. Um, Drug and Alcohol com uh, Commission put out forty two hundred um, naloxin kits um, to to the community. And two, one thing I'm in charge with, and one thing I I learned uh, early on is when I go to I seen a lot of re reinvestment dollars going to Indiana County. And it was like ho ho ho, we need ours too. So what we're seeing now is a lot of reinvestment dollars coming back to Armstrong County, and it's been out there in public when you hear about recovery centers, detox facilities, drug and alcohol treatment. So we know there's a need there and we're trying to attack it. And then I'll just say one other thing. Uh, there's also the law enforcement component of this and the courts um, component of this. So uh, we just created through a grant the law liaison positions. Uh, these, this person's going to be working in the courts, the jails, at the magistrates level, kind of diverting some of these people so they're not always ending up in our um, judicial system. Okay. And that's really a, a big cost to the taxpayers. All right. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Shea. Yes. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's over the summer. We went on our vacation. We were out at Salt Lake City, and almost every billboard was uh, something about the opioid crisis. Mm -hmm. And it was like, wow, it's over here, too. It's across the country. And I remember way back when, when I was in the military, I worked as a prison guard. It, about 80% of our prisoners, give or take a little bit, were in there because of drugs or some crime related to drugs. So this is something that transcends time. Uh, it's something that you, it just isn't solved in a day. There isn't one thing. Uh, as commissioner, I look at it as a full court press of how we'll deal with this. We got to get into the schools, uh, basically uh, do early education. Uh, what's really <clears throat> eye-opening is uh, I do a drug awareness program for the Leechburg Elks. 
we asked third through fifth graders, uh, raise your hands if you've seen or somebody do drugs in your family. And what's scary, absolutely scary, there's a lot of kids that raise their hands, which is really, really concerning to me. Also, at the school level, uh, we're having to hire a social worker because we have a lot of kids, not a lot, but we have a certain amount of kids, I'm not going to say numbers exactly, who are actually uh, have parents that are in jail right now. And also, we have a few kids, without saying numbers exactly, who have lost a parent through the opioid crisis of an overdose. So, I mean, we're totally aware of what's going on and the carnage that comes from drugs. have personal experience. Uh, somebody close to me was on drugs and uh, watched them uh, basically fall the whole way down to the bottom and then go into recovery. It isn't an easy process. And all those families that have to deal with that also, I mean, there's no support for them. Everybody throws all the support onto the person using drugs, but there's a lot of uh, support needed for the families who take care of those folks. Uh, you know, from an enforcement standpoint, we need to work every way we can to get those people identified. Uh, when we get them in jail, when this was one of the things that was a problem when I was actually uh, dealing with a prison guard, they essentially uh, put them in there, they did their time and went back out with no treatment. We got to get that done while they're in there. Might as well make that time good. Otherwise, they're just going to be back again, and it's just going to be uh, your frequent flyers. So, again, it's basically a full court press from uh, early education, the enforcement, the rehabilitation, uh, and uh, basically uh, turning people around where you can. And all these little groups <clears> like <throat> what you have with the churches and stuff, they can help out, too, if they're char the charities and such uh, to make all that happen as well. And, again, if I'm there, I'm going to do everything I can to address this issue and make it go forward. All right. Mr. Myers. You know, listening to everything that these three gentlemen said, I mean, I, I can't agree with more. There's many different w things that you have to look at when you're talking about an opioid epidemic or, or drugs in general. I mean, it, you know, it, it, it tears families apart. It, it, it can wreck in a, a community. It's very expensive no matter how you look at it as far as treatment or law enforcement and, and all those different aspects. So, I mean, it, it's a big challenge for any group of people to um, <clears throat> to address and, and, and help move it in a, in a positive way. I mean, you have the drug and alcohol enforcement, you have law enforcement, the the, uh, the court systems and all that all play a role. And, and you got to take a look and see what's working and what's, what's uh, making a difference. Education, obviously, that's my background. Um, you know, Magistrate Gary DeComo spent his whole career drugs kill greens and, and you know i commend him for that because i mean it starts there you have to make people aware and, and see what these bad decisions can lead to unfortunately no matter how much you do people make bad choices and you know what do you do i mean if it's your family it's a different ball game i hear people say oh you know ship them out of here do this this and that but you know if it touches your family then and then it's real and it definitely destroys family i've seen it personally and, and it's sad but you want to see those people come back and, and you got to do what you can to get them back in and being productive citizens i'm a big strong proponent of law enforcement um, you know, I, I believe, uh, you know, I support that wholeheartedly. I, I, when you see these people that come in here and target uh, their young people or anybody as a customer to this type of stuff, you know, I, I want to see those people, excuse the, the terminology, I want to see them hammered, <laughs> you know, um, bring it down. That's an expense. It's, it's expensive to do that. And we have great people in place with the sheriff's office, the district attorney, Katie Charlton, those things are happening. Uh, you know, as uh, Commissioner Fabian and Renshaw said, you know, those are, that's an expense. And you try to minimize that as well. I mean, you're, you're, you're prosecuting these people, they're doing these things, but now, now you got to house them in the jail. And I mean, so you got to manage all those things. But it, education, early intervention is the key. And to me, it's, it's a buy-in from everybody in the community. In your area, you know, when you see stuff like that happen, you got to get involved. And, and if you can help, you know, save one person and change their course and, and make them 
choose a good decision versus a poor decision, it makes it better for everybody. So I, I think everything that's been said is, is key uh, in, in helping curbing that and just keeping continuing on that and staying vigilant and doing everything you can in every area and seeing what is making the, the most impact. Okay. Um, I gave the commissioners a little bit extra time there, so just Anthony and Don, is there anything specifically that you would do differently to try to um, increase the success in this area? Uh, for me personally, I am going to do everything I can. Uh, I've already started stuff, like I said, with the drug awareness program. It, this is It's not one big thing. If you think you're going to do one slam dunk and it's going to solve everything, it isn't. It's sort of like you have loud music and you sort of turn the volume down. You won't ever get to zero, but what you want to do is get that trend downwards. Uh, you got to help the families who are dealing with the uh, people who are having drug issues uh, as well. It's sort of, uh, you need all the support systems. Sometimes it really just comes down to tough love and it kind of uh, is a bum deal, but that's the, sometimes the only way you actually solve the problem. And uh, trust me, that is a hard thing to deal with. But uh, again, big picture, uh, I'm going to work every avenue possible. I will give every cell of my being because this is one I personally have a lot of passion for, for solving. Very good. I just want to say two things to follow it up. I think this has been one of our greatest successes as a Board of Commissioners is what we've done to address the um, <clears throat> drug problem and overdoses in Armstrong County without question. Uh, and I'll put my hat on that. The other thing that um, uh, uh, candidate uh, Shay um, should be aware of and probably knows too is um, we put mental health therapists he used the word carnage earlier today every public school elementary school high school has mental health therapists um, in there to deal with these issues um, whether it's a mental health issue grief issue um, and that's something that's been implemented over the, implemented over the last two years so and I know Leechburg um, actually uses it probably um, to the fullest extent right now we're we're, we're thinking about hiring another uh, therapist in the school so Very I wanted good. to mention that too and just to piggyback on that because we have such problems with that that's why we need more than what we have right now and uh, again we are looking at hiring another person because we just aren't getting there from here and we need to solve those problems when those kids have issues uh, it's disruptive to everything else very good. You got to give me that minute. Go ahead, yeah, sir. I mean, you can have my minute. Take mine too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, like I said, there, it, there, there's a lot of things that have to be done, and you got to focus on that. Is Commissioner Fabian had the numbers there, and, it, and it's coming down, and and that's great, and that's what you want to see for you know working towards and, and helping curb this epidemic. That's like it affects families uh, with the schools you mentioned in the schools of how you have people in there. <clears throat> I spent over 27 years of my life in school. Uh, in the uh, public education and you see that's where a lot of these things happen there's not enough personnel to to address the issues of 500 mm -hmm. kids or a thousand kids in a building uh, and it, you know it, it, sometimes the money's not there to support that and that's where I go back and say that it's a buy-in from everybody uh, school's not the, the perfect solution to everything it's, it's a great source to educate people but you and your community's got to get out there and, and, and help educate people if you can and you have experiences and you've dealt with these issues and, and help keep people on the right track of moving forward. You know, it's all about uh, everybody buying in. That's been part of my message as, as well to move this county forward. And too, that's part of, uh, I think, uh, you know, as um, incumbents and sitting in these chairs for the last three years, 
uh, hey, it'd be nice, to, as Don said, to put in. And I, I'm glad to hear you understand that. Like, yeah, we'd like to put more and more therapists. Where are you getting the dollars from? Right. Uh, and, and, oh, yeah, you want to do economic de development. We want to add staff over there. So these are the kind of decisions that we see on a day-to-day -day right. basis. I'm glad, glad you recognize that. Anything you want to add, Jason? <clears throat> um, nothing I haven't said for these guys to say already. Very so, good. But, no, I think uh, we need to dedicate every effort we have here. And our efforts right now over the past um, – Four years we've been in there have shown and again one thing I've noticed just briefly is that the, the dedication the expert and the desire to help these people is tremendous from the groups from the hospital uh, that location from our our committees and drug awareness committees and everything at every level it's not these people are passionate about this and they're putting every effort they have and it's been recognized and I can't say enough about them and they are willing to help these people and a lot of these people they don't even know and that is tremendous right there. And you can't, and that alone just gives you a good feeling. And that's what it takes is for everybody there to keep this goal going. And I sat in a meeting up there and the governor's there and I said, hey, listen, I just want to let you know the same thing I just said here. These people are amazing. And yeah. they need to know that. So Very that's good. all. Well, uh, we'll move on to the next topic. Uh, we have uh, two, two left and then our closing arguments for the day. But uh, topic number five is on blight. Um, major problem in many of the towns in Armstrong County. Um, I, uh, I've done, uh, you guys know this is probably one of my hot button issues. Uh, we did a survey at the beginning of the year in Catanning, just a, a personal survey, looked at every uh, house in the borough. We came up with 246 houses in Catanning Borough alone that needed some kind of work. And so um, I know you've, there's been some work already done at the, at the county level, but what would you do as uh, next four years in your county commission County Commissioner uh, term uh, to help solve that problem. Uh, you're up. All right. Um, you know, uh, I never claimed to have all the ideas when I ran in 15. And uh, the idea of addressing blight, not that it was a, uh, it wasn't one of the big questions uh, back in 15, but uh, two years into our first term, uh, we had a town hall meeting in Leechburg and they were talking about um, expanding. There was no room to grow. Um, and um, talking with some of their mayors, Coming back, talking to planning uh, committee and talking to some of our local state officials, uh, Senator White at the time, um, we came up and developed the Blight Task Force. Um, and to date, um, we've uh, secured over $200,000. That's not general fund dollars. We've taken down five properties. We've surveyed the, the entire county. Um, and we're going to proceed. We have five more properties uh, throughout the uh, county to um, take down. Uh, but you know, it costs on average about between ten and twenty thousand to take down each of these houses. So when you hear the two hundred thousand, oh, you're not going to do a lot with that. But yeah. you, you try to be selective on the properties that you want to take down so they go back on the tax rolls. Yeah. Um, also, I'll commend you. I um, I know your church does some amazing things here in the community uh, of Catanning. Uh, two weeks ago, I was up at Rock of the Block with all the volunteers. They're doing some great things in the um, neighborhood. We've gone after a facade grant through um, planning and development to improve. Uh, you know market street and uh you know beyond um so you know it's just something it's an initiative that was started um and we've kind of picked up the ball and um ran with it very good uh mr shea okay uh first of all blight is basically a state governing type of program but it's a local concern so there's a little bit of a disconnect so you got to work through those issues uh commendable on the 200k you got for blight uh, but bottom line is there's still a lot of blighted properties uh and the process is going slow and uh and there might be other innovative ways to uh return those properties a little bit quicker through some type of tax incentive where somebody invests into the property if they uh 
they have the taxes forgiven if they invest money to return those. So doing land banks is one thing. Also look at all the other uh, innovative ideas that we can get those properties turned around as quick as possible. Uh, basically, uh, blighted properties are essentially, uh, they cause a negative uh, feedback loop. Uh, basically, they're crime issues. They drag down the other properties. They're a safety issue for kids and stuff. When we return those back, all of a sudden the property values go up. Uh, basically, uh, the tax rolls are refilled. So it is important to turn those around. And as commissioner, I, and I won't lie, I don't know everything about this area of uh, aspect of county, uh, being a county commissioner, but I know one thing, if it's me there, I'm gonna do everything I can to move it forward. It will not be in my court. It will be in somebody else's court to move as much <clears> forward. <throat> I will get ideas from anybody who has a good idea just to get this going. Uh, again, blight is a big issue. It sort of hurts everything and it just keeps causing a big negative feedback loop for the towns. Very good. Mr. Myers. You know, we talked about this back on our first interview when you, you were interviewing all the candidates, and um, you know, I used the analogy of blight uh, in your garden. Yeah. You know, you have a tomato plant that, that has blight because not everybody. I, I truly see that not everybody understands what that what that means and what it all entails. But you know, Commissioner Renshaw, you know, what do you do with that? You spray it. <laughs> <laughs> you treat you it. The tomato. You or are you talking about the, Yeah, right yeah, here. Sorry, you sorry. There, I didn't want to. You remove it. And uh, you know that's relatively easy, you know, maybe with one little plant. But when you're talking buildings, it's it's a whole other level of expense and communications and strategic planning on, on a lot of different people. Commissioner Renshaw and, and Anthony it, it, it basically said the, the things that that you have to consider and what it does to an area. What, if I'm bringing in a hundred million dollars to set up a company, I don't want to be next to something that is an eyesore that's falling down. Nobody. I mean, it's just common sense. People know that, and, and you have to go it every way you can to address it. But it, it is very expensive the builder and me i've built buildings from the ground up and and, and it's a, it's a process and it's expense as it is to take one down and and get that area looking good and back on the tax base and, and producing money um volunteerism i mean what you do andrew and people like yourself is mm -hmm. just amazing I, I can't speak highly enough of volunteers in any aspect throughout our county whether it's the fire department or someone just stepping up and helping mowing somebody's lawn to improve the, the county uh, some of the best experiences in my life has been volunteering with the Cub Scouts and uh, being a assistant coaching and things of that nature. So I think, you know, there, there's the issues uh, of the county government uh, working towards that, but also everybody, like I said in the previous question, the, the buy-in, getting people to help improve your area. Uh, if you want to see things grow, it's, it's more than one person or two or three people can do. It, it's a whole community working together. So I, I truly commend you and your efforts to do the things you do I, I watch your channel and i see things happening you you know uh, be, be proud of it and, and more people could follow that example and, and some of the things will happen like that and it don't cost us money right. the things that do cost money that that's the that's the job of your elected officials we're gonna work hard for it and go at it and do what we can on that end very good commissioner Rancho. thank you um about the blight issue obviously it's uh it's probably like uh, something that's not appeasing to the eyes <laughs> you know what i mean so in an agricultural terms a little bit different there so but um what we we came into office 2016 um and this is a topic back then and guess what may of 2017 the blight task work was administered now you can't just jump into these things you have to have meetings and committees get set or set started and everything like that january um of that next year we were awarded 100k in grants we applied for grants i don't think there's a grant out there we haven't applied for Okay, and guess what happened in June? We got another 100K grant. So that money is used to help remove the blight, and we started these projects already. So that's one tool. There's many cogs in this wheel of mm -hmm. solving this issue here. Um, I'm proud to say that I've seen one person myself before I even got here flag. Freeport Leechburg Apollo Group. Everybody probably familiar with that. Great organization. Freeport being my hometown. 
uh, they we can administer grants for them to help fix up facades in the areas around the communities and stuff like that. So there's one aspect too, not specifically the blight aspect, but it helps basically rejuvenate the downtown. Um, we have the downtown revitalization project here. Uh, Senator White can't speak enough about him, his efforts. Uh, Senator Pittman now continuing that carry that torch has been an advocate for that. So you know one can argue these things back and forth, but what it is is everybody wants to have a positive impact in your community when you come and visit it here. And what you're seeing is those positive things being actually done um, again groups like yourself again i think everybody's thanked you I want to thank you personally again here maybe when we're done with our interview i can interview you yeah about absolutely. some of your things that you can do to help out here you know good, what i mean man. so i'm not going to take your show don't worry about that <laughs> trust me i see myself on the internet you know what i mean we can scale it down but i think we we see these things here and i don't think at one point we're ever not putting full-scale efforts into getting these things done and that's again where it takes a team effort to from the state the federal, whatever resources we have, we meet with them regularly. We're on a you know first name basis. Make a phone call. Hey, just came out of a meeting here. Just want to give you a heads up. Um, their offices are always willing, and over. I, I couldn't say enough that they are just hey, listen, we want to help you guys thrive because it's their community too. Yeah. And we're all in this together. Again, you start down to look at it here. It's uh, the townships that we live in. It goes to the counties that we live in, to the state that we live in, to the country that we live in. So we're all citizens here of America. So we're going to make everything, make it a better place to live. Amen. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, it sounds like you're all very supportive of Summer Serve. So how much money are you willing to commit to our church for next year? I just wanted to. Who you voting for? <laughs> <laughs> go first. You guys all go first there. All right. Well, one thing that wasn't I'm mentioned. Sure. One thing that wasn't mentioned. We've he already. What's a number, Pat? Not a story. Sorry, I got us off track. All right. All right. You'll like this part, but we've already began conversations with Western Pennsylvania Conservatory about looking at our gateway communities and yes. brighten those up. So um, I, I would fully expect to see sometime uh, next spring, next summer, to see new signage and flowers and some irrigation systems. And that was one of the things that came from our visits to the constituents and business people Andy of the Bragg. community here. Andy Bradigan, um, great business owner down here, him and his family, Paul, his dad, everybody. Um, you know, you're doing business with them. You go down there, you talk, hey, what can we, I see you're doing some great things here. We met with them a couple of projects. Hey, can we take this to the next level and work with you guys? Because the courthouse, we need some work done. The cupola was a conversation. Hey, that was great. You guys got a grant for that. You know, I said, hey, how many more you got? I was like, I don't know. We apply for every grant. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sometimes I think we apply for grants that aren't there yet. And they say, we don't have a grant for that. It's like, we need to break one. You know, we'll help you <laughs> yeah. out there. We need a grant for that. But that will help and basically became become this is the basically you know obviously the the, the capital of armstrong county here so yep. we're going to make it shine here and that's what you'll find out here that you're going to have every effort that we've had before and we're going to take it to the next level here i think as we keep going here hopefully next four years very good anthony anything you want to add no uh just uh, i've been around to the municipal meetings uh and one of the things i, I heard people just complaining about this house being broken down and you find out it's an old couple or uh there's just something where they just don't have the ability to help. And in the county or the municipality just seemed like they're, hand, I mean, if it's out in the, some township and the grass is growing, what can you say? Uh, it's not the same as in the city or anything. So they were having trouble dealing with the zoning issues with that. Uh, you know, how do you make it mandate that grass is cut in a township? Well, the next time you go out, you can tell them, and they all have it by now. We did a uh, municipality ordinance handbook. Uh, it gives them the tools, and they can uh, restructure, organize it to help with blight. That was part of um, uh, when we hired our consultant to look over the blight program. That was something that was developed so mm -hmm. and passed out to these municipalities. So they have the tools. They have the template. Let's let well, here's the thing, the Pat, if they did, they obviously didn't read it or look at exactly. what's in the stack. Uh, 
because essentially they were saying they weren't getting any help from the county, right, wrong, or indifferent. But th that being said, uh, those kind of issues need to be dealt with. And maybe that's the case. Uh, those were sent out. But we need to actually get on to help people and help them get there. Okay. It's not an easy thing to solve. Uh, you have, you know, the old uh, lady, you know, whose husband passed away and moved into a nursing home and that property sitting there. we got to find a way to help people get through those kind of issues. Okay. Thanks. You know, I mean, listen to everything. There's definitely uh, many, many things that, that you look at to solve any, any major issue that affects an area community. Um, and a lot of good things are happening. There's things that it takes, uh, you know, a higher authority and, and people that are, that are governing an area to uh, to step in and do things. But at the same time, just to go back, you know, I mean, what Commissioner Renshaw says here, you know, a team working together. A lot of times little things lead to big things. You said about uh, uh, spreading fire, you know. Uh, you get one area improving, and it, it can be just from little things, from, from things that you're doing, Andrew, with your group and in a local township. And I, I just can't, I hate to keep going back, but I just can't stress it enough. You have to get buy-in from every little community if you want our county to thrive. Uh, when you go to other areas, I see, and I'm no flower guy by any means, but I tell you <laughs> what, when you see like nice flyers outside, it, it's appealing to the eye. It looks good. Mm -hmm. You know, and those are the things I notice when I travel around to different areas and I see that I don't necessarily see here all the time. And, and those are things that are not expensive that people can do. You know, naturally the big expense things, uh, you know, I understand that. And that's mm -hmm. that's a team working together. It's not one person. But, uh, you know, we can do better. We can do better on a lot of things. But, you know, I'd be happy to lead the charge for you as your commissioner. But we need the troops behind us to, to move some of these forward and the things like that as a perfect example how uh, everybody could get involved and improve their community. Mm-hmm. Good. So the last one here, uh, topic number six, we have uh, marketing. Um, despite all the problems that we've talked about, like I said, I'm very po very positive about the future. I have a lot of hope for the future of Armstrong County. And um, when, I, when I look across the county, um, I just see a lot of assets there. Uh, what do you guys think are the best assets that we have in the county? And how will you promote those assets to help bring in new visitors, new residents, and new businesses? Um, this one, let's see, we have uh, Mr. Shea. You're, you're starting on that one. Okay. Best assets. Uh, first of all, we have a lot of natural resources within Armstrong County, from the rivers, the trails, just the wide open acreage. And essentially uh, what we need to do, as I mentioned earlier, is get the infrastructure so those assets can be fully uh, capitalized on. Right now, uh, some of those uh, pieces aren't all there. But if we can get that, basically it's business 101. People buy something because they want something that you have. And if you don't have uh, what that is that they want, they aren't coming to you. And we got to figure out exactly what that is. Uh, and when you market that, uh, I don't know the answer to that, honestly. It could be uh, through social media, through hiring a consultant. There's many different ways. But uh, there are places that are areas of success. You go down to South Point where I worked at before, that place is thriving. There isn't a business in there that isn't filled up. Uh, what are they doing that's right that we aren't doing right? When you go to Cranberry, you look at that area, it's going gangbusters. When you go north on 28, you see pad-ready sites with nothing on them. I know there's uh, the critical infrastructure workforce academy <clears throat> coming, and that's great. But when I worked at North Point uh, for all the years, worst part was you couldn't even go eat. There wasn't any place to eat unless you went the way down to Freeport Foods or something. Uh, there just wasn't anything there. Uh, you had to drive a long ways. Uh, again, you got to have what people want or they're not coming. It's that simple. Uh, and we got to find out what it is that people want. We got to prime the pump. It's not going to happen one day. It's going to take a while. We're going to have to build all those pieces to the puzzle. And uh, But you have to start it now. You got to get that pipeline in place. You got to market it. Uh, again, there's a lot of different uh, tools in the toolbox to do that. I'm not against uh, mm -hmm. hiring the 
the person who uh, gets a finder's fee to bring business in. Whatever will work, uh, we'll do it to make it happen. We got to do it. Uh, we have just too much land sitting here otherwise. Great. Uh, Mr. Myers, I know this has been a, you've mentioned a couple times today about marketing the county. So what's, yeah. your, what's your plan to market uh, uh, Armstrong County? I mean, that's been a big part of my campaign. It's a part of my daily life. I own a business and uh, marketing in general, when you think about it compared to something uh, 20, 30 years ago, it's, it's a whole different uh, a process and approach and it, it's a never ending approach. Um, it's an expensive approach at times, but what we have to do is we got to utilize things, everything that's out there. And you talk about social media, what we're doing right here, I mean, this, this is your marketing, your marketing potential candidates that are going to lead this county. Uh, I mean, we want to highlight our businesses and showcase all the great things we have. You know, when you look at uh, some of these other areas like cities and that, I mean, their marketing, it's a city. People know about it. It's a common thing. You're, you're trying to shape a perception of people and what they think of Armstrong County, not that they're just a bunch of whatever. You, you hear different things. We've all heard them. And, uh, you know, so you you got to change that perception to attract people here, and, and it, you got to use every resource possible. It's, it's, a, it's a very uh, time-consuming thing, but... Uh, in a day where everybody's competing, you got shrinking populations, you got people leaving, business leaving, and somebody else is taking them, they're going somewhere else. I'm going to take them from them. You know, I'm worried about Armstrong County. I'm not worried about the ones around it. I know it all kind of hinges together, but at the same time, you know, we got to attract those people here, social media, anything, and whatever changes. As that changes, you got to change with it. You can't stay with the, uh, you know, when you think of a grocery store, they send out a flyer. You know, we, we know a local grocery that's changed that up, and, and they see a direct impact in business from that I mean just different incentives to get people to tune in and I said the other day right here you know we're all well, how we got here we got four setting here and everybody's tuned into this I mean and that's what you, that's what you got to be tuned into and it, it takes an effort and strategies and looking what works and what don't work and uh, it, you know it's, it's a constant effort and I want to do that I want to showcase what we have we got a beautiful river we have the agriculture you know we got great businesses as I said earlier sometimes I think people just don't know it's that communication you got to communicate what you have to the masses to get them to come here and it's it's a non-stop thing very good yes sir my turn yeah all right you were ready you, you were ready I'm ready here I, I think we all kind of hit the nail on the head on everything here getting the name out there letting you know the, the people and everybody that were, were, were open for business you know and let them know what Armstrong County has to offer here so um, the marketing strategy everything's on your phone right now so that's one aspect here I mean we got the billboards that you can put on different locations to reach out there there's the you know the print publication some may argue that's starting to fade to back but I know there's a lot of community uh, people in this community that still read those things and get out there and I think they look for these things and you know, we need to let the people know what we have here and I think uh, being on a tourist bureau board um, it's gone through some uh, board changes right now so I think we have a great group right now and getting these things out and ideas and then we have a and they're kind of like the, the I guess the the brain power behind a lot of things but we contribute some ideas too as well uh, but getting them out and they're doing a good job here now is there always room for improvement yes you can but I think cost money so you got to make sure you have the best bang for your buck you know if you ask me our festivals that we have in this area from the downtown Catani here obviously everything they put on and oh, as far as the folk festival to ford city summer fest i mean i can go around a date and fair Dayton Fair is the best kept secret. It's not a secret. Everybody knows about it here, but we need to get the whole Western PA to know about what a great asset we have here um, and, and showing off our agriculture community. And everybody in here, there's not just the ag there. We have a lot of other things. You know, it's a great time. So I think what we need to do is sit down, and that's where we meet with these people. We've done things. We've actually, you know, as far as commissioners, the stage up there needed some help, so we do what we can at a county level to help keep these things being the top-notch uh, facilities they have. So... 
you know, and I think what you'll see here is the next few years is times are changing. We got to adapt and overcome. We don't be sitting back here and waiting for things to come to us. We need to be out reaching out to people and letting them know that, hey, Armstrong County, it's the heart. Like I said before, it's the heart in Western PA. We have everything here that people want mm -hmm. from the workforce, the great river out here that we can obviously people enjoy in the summertime. Hey, don't forget about Crooked Creek up there. You know, there's a lot of things here. You know what I mean? You can go around this county and look at every area, every township municipality brings something to the table that we need to make shine and let people know that, hey, it's here. Very so. good. All right, Commissioner Fabian. Um, I'd agree with the consensus. We could always do a better job here. Um, you know, that was a big part of um, our conversation in economic development yesterday. How can we better market our real estate, our vacant properties, our, our, our inventory? Um, and there was some great discussion around that. Um, you know, no different than uh, Candidate Shea had, had mentioned our natural resources. You know, something we did a couple years ago was created a water trail map to let people know or our visitors um, know where all our waterways and how to kayak um, and do recreation uh, boating, hiking, um, you know, keep promoting these uh, ATV parks once they're they're developed. Um, I agree. Um, this has to be a destination point, so we need to create opportunities and, and market those um, opportunities as well. And then, too, if we have, um, you know, tax incentive programs, which we did, we, we do, excuse me, um, we just need to let um, people know that. No different than Anthony had mentioned, a, a, you know, a finder's fee. Uh, we, we have that for realtors, but do all the realtors know that? That was a big conversation yesterday. So I think a lot of these things, and I, I know a lot of these things are in place, but again, it's that communication aspect. How do we get that out there? Um, and as Jason said, you know, uh, there's an expense to doing that. So how do you get the best bang for your buck? Um, what's our wisest move? So. Okay. All right. Um, just as a follow-up to that, I mean, I know uh, you guys have certainly um, probably found over the last four years this is a, definitely a full-time job. Are y'all committed? I mean, do you do you guys think that this could possibly be done part time, or is this commissioner? Are you all committed to doing this full time? I know, um, Don, you have a business. Um, Anthony, you have a job as well. I mean, what what's your guys' plan if you if you do get elected? Who's up? <laughs> we just go one at, one at a time. Um, no different than the last three and a half years. Uh, you know, I um, said it in 15, and I'll say it here in the fall of 19, approaching the November 5th election. I'm a debted full-time uh, full commissioner. Um, went through my calendar the other day, 3,200 meetings uh, by the end of this year. Um, I will have uh, participated in about, wow. eight, about 800 a year. Um, I put 15,000 miles on my truck, which is about $7,000 uh, in reimbursement. I don't ask the county. I know Commissioner Renshaw does. One thing we did when we got into office is we gave up the county vehicle that was designated to the commissioner's office. We gave that to the assessment office. So when we're going through Armstrong County, uh, that's $7,000 that I personally eat um, uh, over the last three and a half years and 15,000 miles. The only time I, I personally charge the county is if I'm going to... Um, um, Harrisburg, um, which is, you know, probably once a month, once every other month. So, yeah. uh, and if I do charge something, which somebody did a right to know request uh, recently, uh, I put an app on my phone. It's called uh, X Hunt. I don't know if the gentlemen around the table have used it. Um, use it personally for hunting, um, but I also use it for um, property assessments when people call. Um, it's basically your plat book on an online version, and I reimburse the county that with a personal check from uh, myself, Pat Fabian. So, um, yes, I'm the dedicated full time commissioner. Okay. 
Canada Che? Yes. Uh, for this one here, I've been in the military for a long time in my life. I was always known as the first one in, the last one out. Uh, if I get in as commissioner, I will be your full-time commissioner. I will lead totally by example. I will every day. Uh, I will come in. You, they'll have to kick me out at the end of the day. Uh, <laughs> I'm that dedicated uh, to you know doing this job. If for some reason it looks like it isn't a full-time job, if it isn't 40 hours a week or approximately, I will go back to the salary board and say, hey, listen, we can get by here with uh, 20 hours. Let's just cut the pay and benefits accordingly if you can't do it for all 40 hours of the time that you're there. I mean, honestly, taxpayers are looking for us. Uh, there's a thing I remember when I was a kid. Uh, I was really bad at football, but every once in a while I'd watch these pickup games. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'd sit there and you, you hope they'd pick you to play. And they usually didn't because I sucked at it. But uh, <laughs> anyhow, uh, what would happen is if you waited there long enough, they say, hey, Shay, you want to come play? And the thing is, if you're here all the time, available, you know, accessible to the public, you're going to get opportunities that you will not get if you're not here. So, like I said, I am totally dedicated. You will get a commissioner. It's the first one in, last one to leave. That's been my persona the whole time. If I win this, I will be leaving the current job I have at UPMC. Very good. Thank you. Kenny Myers? You know, when you say full-time or part-time, however you refer to it, and you you hear that throughout the campaign, and and most definitely, I I think, uh, uh, as your commissioner, I mean, uh, (laughs) you're accessible 24-7. You know, if you're out with your family and, and a taxpayer uh, has a question, you're not going to not answer them or talk to them or, or something arises that, that you could use to work for the county. So, you know, as far as full-time, most definitely full-time, as I do everything in my business, I, you know, it never stops. It's from morning till night till it just goes through the time. And, and as far as you mentioned about our business or, or what we have going on, I, I've managed uh, – my time my my average work week has probably been 65 hours for the last 30 years of my life so i mean this is nothing new i've been kind of on a uh called a hiatus with my store you know i work just a shade under 40 hours so you know that and and that uh if elected that's going to produce uh, an instant job for somebody because this is going to be my number one priority and be available for people and, and listening and working hard uh that may not necessarily be be sitting behind a desk i i, I think you know we have some huge challenges and, and uh, big task ahead of us to market this county and grow this county uh, I, I don't uh, see that as being in one place at one specific time but availability without any doubt i mean people connect to me and i talked about using our, our phones you know everybody here is using them i get messages all day long from different different places and and i would expect and encourage that not to change as your commissioner i mean you know you got questions that's what we're there for you 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 elected these people you're paying with your tax dollars you want to know what's going on you want to be able to to reach them out and and full-time without a doubt very it's 24 7 in my mind very good and commissioner Rachel? yeah i can't agree with more than uh uh dawn etc right here it's a 24 7 job there hasn't been a time in my day at night when there isn't a call an email going on there's meetings i didn't really count the meetings here but i'm sure i'm competing right next door to you <laughs> might have missed maybe two <laughs> public meetings because i'm under the weather there you know so um but you're in you the know, ballpark yeah we're in the ballpark <laughs> here so apparently i'll do my stats here a little bit uh but you know what i feel is going out and meeting constituents and this is what i thrived on and and, and what i actually would campaign on the first time around is going out and meeting those people at their businesses and stuff like that so you know um i'm with dawn here you know 
we go to the office there. We take care of our business. But, you know, if I'm not going out and meeting with them people and being with them on their turf, and their, there's a difference between when people come and meet in your home field or in their home field. And when you re reach out to them, take time out of your day to reach out and go visit them, that puts that puts some meaning to them, saying, hey, he took out time out of his day and he came to meet me. You know, so one part of the job is being in the office there, and we're always available 24-7, anytime. You know, there's meetings in the evenings. We have meetings scheduled all the time, and there hasn't been one time. You know, um, I, I personally, you know, say, hey, listen, oh, your, your car's not there. Well, that's because I drive my own car to every meeting. <laughs> I'm not one to take the county vehicle. I will not. I don't drive that thing. I don't believe personally because, you know what, I can drive my own car, and yeah. I'd rather drive my own car. You know what I mean? I like my car. Yeah. That's why I bought my car. All right. So, you know, uh, take it for what you want there. But, like, I'm not doing anything different that I can't paint on being out there. And that's where some of these items and topics have come from, from being out in grassroots, boots on the ground. Your boots can't be on the ground if you're in the office all the time. That's great. Yeah. But what work needs to be done is out there with the constituents. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I punch in over there well before a lot of people get in. Mm. I've already punched in earlier. I punch out pretty much whenever I'm not elected again. So yeah. when you sign up for this, the job starts whenever you're sworn in, yeah. and a job ends when you're unsworn, All right. if there is such a word. Very good. <laughs> all right, so, you know, uh, I've been hearing a lot of these things myself here, but all I can say is the job is getting done, and we've actually made more ground and done more, I believe, in the past four years. And hindsight is 2020. Things have been done, tough decisions and everything I say. But to judge it, on a time frame of when you're there, I, I think that's false. I yeah. don't think you can judge somebody. It's on, you know, what we're getting done, accomplishments, things that we're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's the main thing. You know what I mean? So as far as, you know, coming in and sitting down, yeah, we get it done. We have our meetings. We schedule these things here. We have a busy schedule. You know, I think all of us have our own lives after this, too, and there's meetings. You have to just time management. You know what I mean? I know CEOs and executives of businesses that are traveling around the country. All right, they're working off their phones, their laptops, they're communicating with their staff, and they're keeping this whole thing running. And that's what you see here. There isn't a time he's on the road, I'm on the road, we're talking, we're going to meetings, hey, can you cover this one? This one's going late. We have a meeting right now at noon, which they're calling us right now, wondering where we're at. Yeah. So right now, our staff <laughs> is wondering what's going on. <laughs> so we're taking care of business right here. So now, we're going to get a tardy. <laughs> All right, but what we're doing is important here. All right. And I think the misconception out there is the fact that this is not a job where you come in and you stay in one spot. If you stay in one spot and that's your philosophy, you're missing it. You're missing it. I'm telling you, you got to be out there and meet with these people and talk to them and be a part of them and be a part of their environment and see their environment to get a feel for that. And I think that's the biggest thing that has changed a lot from our group is being that type of commissioning group. Well, you're and going through there. You're like wrapping up your closing remarks and everything. You're just, <laughs> just trying to make Armstrong County great line, again man. here. You know what I mean? Because we need to get to our meeting. <laughs> well, that'll be the, la the last thing. I just want to give you both, give you all a couple minutes um, just to give your vision for the next four years in Armstrong County. Uh, tell us why people should vote for you versus uh, someone else at the table. How are you going to differentiate yourself? You know, why should people vote for you instead of somebody else on November 5th? And uh, this one, we are starting with uh, Don Myers. Here we go. This one's for all the marbles. Huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> well, you know, I, I like to say to people, as I've traveled around and talked to many people and visited uh, many townships and, and all the different community events, um, you know, I'm, I'm willing to put in the time and work hard to make Armstrong County, Armstrong County better. <clears throat> as I said, I want to see opportunities for my family, yours, my grandkids. I want them to stay here. I believe I have the experience uh, through my career and, and various things throughout being a builder, uh, being an educator and a business person, I think that 
uh, brings a great mix to the table, to, and, and it's what we need to move this county forward. Uh, I would love the opportunity to serve the people and, and get out there and highlight our county and let people know what we have, encourage people to come here. A lot of good things happen, and, and I think for the future, I mean, it's, it's bright. I think things are going to happen. It takes time to rebuild. The rebuilding process is rolling, and it's starting. we got to foster those things, build upon them, and, and keep moving forward. It, it's a big challenge. It's a great opportunity. I would love the opportunity to serve the people of Armstrong County and, and, and be their, their, their leader out there leading the charge and moving us forward. Thank you. Very good. Commissioner Renshaw. I was reiterate what I just said earlier. I know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, I mean, I, I think what we have here is uh, we've had four years, um, and obviously you could argue those things here, but I feel personally that we've done the best that we can do for Armstrong County and putting it forwards. Uh, you know, just working for the taxpayer out there, um, you know, holding the line on taxes and, and being, you know, obviously, you know, there's times where you have to spend, but we sit there and analyze everything that we do, probably sometimes more than others. Um, you know, as myself, as a farmer, a businessman, an entrepreneur, I like to bring these things as a commissioner now for past four years now, going on my fourth year, back to the county and continue where we're going, making those tough decisions that are the best interest of the county and just keeping us going in the right direction. And I think what you'll see here is a dedication that we've already had. Um, where we were at four years ago and where we're at now, I think the county is in a better position. And again, we need to pay, put people in there that have the best interest and the best desires to move this county forward where we're going. And I think I'm, I'm excited. I'm happy to be a part of the group that would be, again, going into, going into there and working towards a better Armstrong County. All right. Wonderful. Uh, Commissioner Fabian. Um, as I stated earlier in my opening statements, uh, I do believe that uh, there's something to be said for um, being proven, uh, being a leader. Uh, and, and experience. I've done that as a Manor Township Supervisor. Uh, I believe I've done that as the Chairman of the Armstrong County Board of Commissioners. Um, I've been dedicated. I've given uh, Armstrong County everything I have over the last three years. As Commissioner Renshaw would say, I do think good things uh, are happening uh, and I want to be part of them continuing. Um, one thing I, I may disagree with something I heard here earlier today is, is Anthony re referenced the military. Sometimes change is good. Um, and I know through our experience of working with the Corps and, and on our river issues, every time that changes every six months to the year, um, that's not healthy when we want to get to an end goal of uh, opening up our uh, recreational traffic and commercial traffic on our waterway. So I don't always think that's a, a good thing. Um, I can tell you right now, Commissioner Renshaw and myself are placed in a position to um, be in leadership positions through the County Commissioners Association and regionally. Um, and you have to put your time in. You have to have a seat at the table. And we're moving up through those ranks. And that's only going to be benefit Armstrong County over the next four years. So, But uh, at the end of the day, uh, regardless of what happens, um, I'm pretty impressed by this group here. I wish them well. Um, and we'll be seeing a lot of each other over the next four weeks. And, um, you know, uh, consider me November 5th. Very good. And we'll finish it out with uh, candidate Anthony Shea. Okay. I come into this, as everybody knows, uh, not having any experience at the county level. I'll be honest. I have zero. Uh, however, what makes me uniquely qualified to be a candidate for Armstrong County is the fact that uh, I've traveled around the world. The 20 years of my life was not in this county, but traveling all over the country and all over the world. In the military, uh, I've always uh, been a leader. Day one, uh, from an E1, uh, I worked my way up through the ranks, the staff sergeant, uh, working a full-time job, working uh, part-time, 
I got my degree in computer science uh, while I was a cop, which is very difficult to do. Got commissioned as an officer, which is very, very difficult to do, and became a leader in the Air Force. And in that role, I worked my way up the whole way to Air Force Major, which is about the top 10% of the Air Force ranks there. After 20 years of uh, service, some of that in combat, uh, definitely proven over and over again for leadership. And I disagree with Pat, sometimes change is good. Uh, with military leadership, you wanna keep having new ideas come in. You get stagnant if you're there too long. Uh, so I would like to see more change and not like with the military leadership. Uh, that's always been a successful model. I trust that they have a good thing going there. Uh, I've been a leader since I've retired uh, in the uh, political world, working on a school board. It's tough making decisions out there. And I commend the commissioners. There's a day, I mean, every day you're going through all the different analytics and saying, oh, wow, this is a tough decision. And at the end of the day, somebody's not always going to be happy when you make that decision. But I've done that well. Uh, basically, uh, we've managed to bring the school really far along. We've been able at the uh, Lenape area bring the BC3 into Manor Township. Uh, we brought the GI Bill into uh, the adult education programs. So those are all a lot of accomplishments. Again, I have zero at the county, but every job I've had in the Air Force, every job I've had since then has been at zero, but I usually come out knocking it out of the park. When I was in the Air Force, uh, right after I became a second lieutenant, I was working on old uh, uh, 386, 486 uh, computers. Everybody knows those are pretty antiquated. And then uh, my goodness, uh, here we are today, I make my living out of this. Every day I design applications that do uh, cancer research on a cell phone. You have to learn how to adapt through the times. And I've learned that time, that being able to be adaptable as I move forward, uh, I will take that same adaptability to the county. I will be your full-time commissioner. And yes, I'll be in the office accessible and I'll be out talking to the folks. Uh, I've talked to the folks uh, since I've been on the campaign trail. When I'm in the school, I, there's not a school activity I don't go to, even when my kids aren't in it. I go to the activities as well because that's the part of me. It's invested into that school. I'll be to have that same investment into this county and try to move it forward. My vision is uh, four years from now, we have this plan that we are better off than we are today. We get uh, more jobs. We get good jobs. We get the enthusiasm, everybody here, to move everything forward. On November 5th, I ask for your vote. Thank you. Very good. Um, it's been an incredible honor to have you guys here. Um, to think that a couple of years ago that I would be sitting here uh, with our with uh, the three of our next county commissioners is just incredibly humbling to me. So I really appreciate you guys taking the time. For those of you watching this, if there was ever a video to share with someone that you, someone that you know, um, if you know anyone in Armstrong County or if you live in Armstrong County, please share this. We need as many people to be informed voters as possible. Uh, and if you want to connect with these candidates. To be a couple other live debates coming up soon, um, October 22nd at uh, Lenape, um, Lenape Tech. Uh, they'll be there, and October 31st, I believe, you guys will be at West Shemokin as well. So uh, you guys can connect with those debates and go and see them live. And um, we'll be dressed up for that too. It's Halloween. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, good. It's a costume contest yeah, as well. Vikings. <laughs> Fantastic. So I'll put the contact information for each candidate as well. So you can, if you want to connect with their campaign or you want to find out something else uh, more more detail than we went into today and uh, please 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 do not forget mark your calendars do whatever you have to do get out and vote on November 5th <laughs>